This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nami. And Mark. All right. So a day after election, there's news, of course, uh, to discuss. We will take your calls as well at 855-450-FREE. Mark uh, was down in Washington, D.C. on Monday, uh, was unable to make it back in time for the show last night. So uh, any observations, Mark? Uh, you, I was so grateful, actually, that you weren't here last night because I didn't have to deal with your constant uh, updates of, we've got 4% reporting and there's uh, X amount of uh, votes uh, thus far. So we, we actually meant, went through the entire show right up until the very end without giving any kind of uh, election <laughs> percentage updates. Uh, but now you're back, and so what do you think? Uh, as far as the outcome of the national election? I guess, yeah. Well, I'd say that, uh, you know, I mean, I a lot of the things that I said early on kind of, uh, you know, were meted out. That doesn't make me smart. It just, I guess it just makes me lucky. But I said that I didn't think that any Republican except Ron Paul could beat Barack Obama. And at the very least, uh, Mitt Romney couldn't beat Barack Obama. And I think that really what the problem is, is uh, endemic to Republicans, is is that in this case, they had the wrong candidate with the wrong message and bad ideas. Bad candidate, bad ideas, bad message. Um you know, and I and I really do think the Republicans have a lot of bad ideas. I'm a Republican, mm-hmm. but I think that there are a lot of bad ideas, and they just don't pan out with the uh, the voting public out there. Two they out received of received it as being bigoted. Two out of three people who left the polling booth and exit polls. Two out of three listened to the sound of my voice. Sixty-six percent of Americans, as reported by CNN, said that. A path to citizenship was one of the most important things they were voting on. Republicans Mm. did not address this in this election, and there's a reason they didn't address it in this election, because they are dead in the water on this um, issue. They cannot get past the fact that there are people in the party that say, no, we we do not want new people in this country. No, we do not want fresh ideas. No, we do not want hardworking people who know what you know what it's uh, this country is about and what's important here. No, we don't want people that love their families to be able to cross the borders of a free country freely. We would rather have a police state than freedom, and that's the problem. Until the mm. Republican Party can shed that narrative, they're not going to win. I mean, the fact is this. This country is getting browner, not whiter. And if you're going to listen to white people that don't want to see brown people cross the border when, uh, you know, the Latinos are the largest growing segment of the population and every single one of them knows somebody who's illegal. Well, you've got you've got to come up with a solution in that area. And the Republicans don't have a solution in that area. Crackdowns. Right. That's that's their solution. More government. You're going to follow our rules. Mm-hmm. You're going to follow them. Even though these rules stink, they don't make any sense. There's a giant amount of paperwork and it costs $10,000 for an immigration attorney. You're going to follow these stinking rules because if you don't follow the stinking rules, then we don't have a rule of law. Although we really don't have a rule of law because I don't have to follow those rules. And, you know, cops don't give themselves tickets or politicians oh, yeah. don't go to jail for breaking the law. So, you know, we just right. want a rule of law when it comes to you. Yeah, well, I doubt anything's going to happen uh, with what happened in Keene yesterday that uh, I experienced, as did uh, Daryl Perry. We talked about it in detail last night. I'm, I'm working on a video 
Uh, so you'll be able to see this uh, going down. But they were snatching information from people as they were walking in the front door of the mean? voting location. Literally grabbing, like if you walked in with a little flyer that I'd handed you as you were walking in to vote, mm-hmm. they were snatching it from people's hands as they were walking in, telling them that it was illegal to have that uh, in the voting location. It, it was illegal to leave it in the voting location. But they were telling them it was illegal to have it and, and you know, inside that, the building. When I called in last night, I alluded to to similar issues of of people, election officials, quote unquote, not really knowing the rules or applying the rules correctly, and, and there will be nothing done to them. I, and I suspect it. not. I suspect not. And that is a true disappointment to me. But it's also an inspiration to kind of go do something. I want to know well, now what what it takes to be a ward moderator because mm. the one I dealt with was clearly incompetent in my my in opinion. 90? Uh, n- she wasn't 90. No, the and moderator was younger. The other, the volunteers were all pretty old. Okay, so the moderator's a paid position or something? I, I don't I'm know. I'm clear on I, that. I, see, I it, don't know. There's so much I don't know. I, I didn't know the specific distance from the entrance. I'm learning a lot, yeah, and that's I what believe, I mean, that it's an inspiration to change. I believe it is. It's a lot of work. I mean, she's there all day. I can't imagine that that's uh, a volunteer position. But I really don't know. I think it's elected. I, I I believe that much is the case. But anyway, so just I just wanted to kind of rehash that briefly because it was particularly outrageous and it was caught on video. I have informed the attorney general's office about it and they tend to agree with my interpretation that to distribute does not mean to hold something in one's own hand. Now, they did say that if you had something that was like the size of a sign and you were kind of holding it up, when you were in there. That were that you passing be... out signs? No. Okay. No. 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 Um, I don't think we need to know that then. But um, <laughs> unbelievably, she did tell me, I talked to her again today, and I actually recorded the call uh, the, with the Attorney General's assistant, and uh, she said that if you did have a t-shirt on, that that would be in violation. Interesting. Which I think is pretty ridiculous. But now, were there any incidents of that? I haven't heard anything about that. I didn't hear anything that, about it. No. But I think I will have to test that next time. you election. wear a t-shirt next time around? I think yeah. so. So uh, your thoughts That's are certainly welcome. That's I've always welcome. heard, no T-shirts. Your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. Of course, you can bring up anything that you want. There's other news, uh, gr- good news from this election. Uh, you know, one thug Lots versus... Of it. Yeah. There's one thug versus another. You know what's funny uh, the, is people's reactions to this, of course. And what's particularly interesting is, obviously, I'm a huge Free State Project advocate, and we'll talk more about some of the wonderful wins that we've had here in New Hampshire. Uh, but... Obama took New Hampshire, as you've probably heard if you've been paying attention to the uh, the voting results. And on the Free State Project Facebook page, there are all manner of posts uh, from you know people who are purported fans or friends of the Free State Project. You know people that have liked the Free State Project who are are now posting what uh, what happened what happened in New Hampshire what happened Free State where's the Free State at what happened well what was supposed to happen well the suggestion is that. Oh, you would have voted for Romney had I mean they're not coming right out and saying it, but that's what they're getting at. The suggestion is that uh, had New Hampshire voted for Romney, it would have been a clear indication that it was the free state. But no, you voted for a socialist. You New Hampshire people, what's wrong with you? Well, I'm not on. going to the Free State Project now. I'm I'm packing up and I'm leaving. Okay, so th- this is uh, of course uh, these people haven't actually moved. They're just people on a Facebook page commenting uh, and showing their ignorance about the Free State Project right. and and the ideas of freedom. Right. The fact is, is that <laughs> you know, first off, uh, the people libertarian types are split on uh, whether or not they'll vote for Romney or Obama or Gary Johnson or 
Center right in Ron Paul. So, I mean, the idea that they're of one mind in this particular area is ludicrous. Uh, we had Walter Block on, on my show, The Edgington Post, that you can find at freetalklive.com on the left-hand side. This, is this fresh tonight? No, not oh, tonight. Okay. No, this is an older one, but you can find the SoundCloud mm-hmm. um, th- th- there at the, the SoundCloud link. And he said that uh, he felt that Barack Obama was a better choice between the two because he'd be less likely to drop a nuclear weapon mm. on Iran. I heard that. I remember hearing and that, yeah. that's, you know, that's an opinion of what is called the intellectual heir to Murray Rothbard. So I don't know what to tell you. Well, if you think that, that Mitt Romney is somehow more freedom-oriented than Obama, then there are people out there that agree with you. However, there are plenty of people who disagree. And the Free State Project isn't a project about sending national politicians to Washington. Not at all. If you... Care, I mean, you see, he, we, are, he, we here in New Hampshire don't really care what happens to the rest of you people in the other 49 states. I mean, the, well, the fact I is, mean, I care a little bit, but there's nothing much I can do about there's it. Nothing, I, there's nothing you can do in a statewide election anyway, but the, if you want the benefits of the Free State Project, you must pick up and move to the Free State Project. Right. We will not be providing you the benefits. It is not our goal to send liberty-oriented politicians to Washington, D.C. I would, I would also like to interject and say that in New Hampshire, in in addition to being the destination of the Free State Project, is also the destination of people who are looking to escape the, the state to our south of Massachusetts. So we, we also have a lot of people who like government coming into New Hampshire, fighting for more government. So yeah. it, it's not just the Free State Project coming here and, and affecting all sorts of change. There are lots of forces that affect. I'm absolutely appealed with the results that came back yesterday on, the, on a statewide level. I don't know what's happening here. Appalled by what part? Just, uh, just hang on. Well, tell me more about that here in a moment. Eight five five four fifty free, and of course, your thoughts are welcome as well. You can take control, and we've got the ballot measures from across the country that were successful, that are pretty exciting. We'll tell you about that coming up. Are you a fan of beer, liberty, and good conversation? Do you support freedom, peace, and voluntary interaction? Are you looking to meet others who think like you? Don't wait for your move to the Free State Project to get started when you can do something about it today. This is Amanda Mill, encouraging you to set up a Liberty on the Rocks network near you to begin connecting and informing libertarian thinkers over drinks. Visit www.libertyontherocks.org. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything that you want via the toll-free number at 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Post-election, there's certainly some interesting election news worthy of discussion, uh, particularly some interesting ballot initiatives that were successful. We can talk about some of those things here in a little bit at 855-450-FREE. Turnout was down, apparently, uh, this, this time around. I'm a little surprised at that. Yeah, one eight five five four five zero three seven three three. It didn't. And, it didn't seem to me that the that turnout was down, but I think that might have been because we have voter ID in New Hampshire now, so there were lines and people there instructing people where to go. I see. It wasn't very uh, difficult to vote without ID. Did you try it? No, I did not. Uh, it was just you sat down at a little table and they give you a sheet. You put in your name, you sign your name, and that's that. That was all I'll be interested watching. to know um, what they do to follow up. I don't expect they'll do anything. Uh, they Well, first of all, I was the first person all day. Uh, at least well, when you go to New Hampshire, they've got, uh, they've got people sitting at a table, volunteer type, sitting at a table. There are letters for the first letter of your last name on, on signs above them. So if you're A through uh, 
you know, A through D, you go to this first person, you're E through whatever, you go to the next person. So the lady I was at for that, that chunk of letters had not had anyone with no ID all day. And at that point, there were a thousand people that had, that had gone through huh. the whole place. So I don't know yeah. about the woman next to her, but I don't think any of them had because they would have said something yeah. too because they were there chatting with her. Um, so, uh, but... I don't even know where we were going with that with that discussion. But you were going to tell us something before we went to break about your observations. I, I just am really surprised. I'm really surprised with? because New Hampshire is going Democratic. It's not. It, as didn't a, that happen back in 2008? It, yes. But what I'm saying is long term going Democratic and really going Democratic. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised that Ovid LaMontagne did not do have a better showing. This is the Republican candidate, candidate for, for governor. governor. I'm really who surprised. Mark actually voted for apparently. I did. Rather than I did as for... well. This is one of the problems, uh, in my opinion. When you believe in the ideas of liberty, you should vote for them. And there I was did. a candidate on the ballot yes. who represented those ideas, and that was not the Republican. Ovid was the only. Um, variation i had off the libertarian ticket mark's actually. excuse for this was that it's a close election so i've got to vote for this guy it's well, an excuse turns out it wasn't a close election and even if it was a close election i'm really surprised that that he got as blown away as he did really and i that's where i, I say i'm appalled i appalled probably wasn't that i'm shocked i'm certainly shocked by by what happened in new hampshire today or yesterday so you're shocked by that there's so many Democrats voting in Just New Hampshire coming coming back in. I I mean I don't I can't say that it's Democrats that are voting. I it's New Hampshire is very staunchly independent or undeclared. Doesn't it swing back and forth though? I mean election to election doesn't New Hampshire kind of go different directions? But it hasn't recently and that's kind of my observation. But it did in that, 2010, did it not? I mean there was a huge I can't sweep. back you up on this one. There was a huge sweep of in So state. Mark tell me if I'm wrong right. about this. In 2008, Democrats, you know, swept, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, or was it 06? There was six. A, it was 06. So there was a point at which the Democrats just, you know, was ahead of the curve. You're certainly right. I'm speaking long term. And then later, the Republicans made a comeback. And yep. of course, in the next election, they're not going to be bussing in a bunch of college students because the college students don't give a damn uh, about, you know, who's elected at a local level. So you were at a poll location where they were literally bussing Absolutely. in college students. And, and, that and it, likely... was sponsored, it, was, it was sponsored by something affiliated with the Democratic Party. Let's get uh, Representative Seth Cone's opinion on this. He's with us uh, calling from New Hampshire and uh, unfortunately did not run for re-election this time around. Um, you put together a list of liberty-oriented wins and that is available at freekeen.com. I know you're looking at making a, a more detailed version of that story. But what do you think about Nemi's assessment here that New Hampshire is going democratic uh, on a more long-term basis, Seth? I don't think that's necessarily true. Um, I think there's a national trend, and and certainly New Hampshire is vulnerable to people who want us to be part of that national trend because they come up from Massachusetts, and they come over from Maine, and they come over from Vermont, and they come up from Rhode Island. and, and But why do they do that? Because without those outside influences, we wouldn't be voting Democrat. I, I agree. I would agree with that. Um, I will tell you that I, you know, the biggest thing I I was shocked by what happened last night. But you know who did win last night? Mark Warden Project. No, you know free... why? Because we went from having a dozen uh, actual, you know, free stater types that were moved to New Hampshire. We had a whole bunch more Liberty people, but just actual free staters who uprooted their lives and moved to New Hampshire for Liberty. And we went to, wait for it, 
I count 11. 11. We lost a sum total of one. This despite the massive shift. How's that for a victory? I think that's fantastic. I'm so glad you called in because I really enjoyed reading your post earlier today. The the Free State Project uh, held steady, held pretty firm on the amount of action. You know, this was the Titanic turning over and people going, this is the end of our country, We're, we're going down. Well, the Free State Project is the raft. The Free State Project is floating above that. And, uh, you know, we're getting into the lifeboats, but, but we didn't lose ground. We really did not. Well, think also um, did think not... This, uh, the t- House at this point looks like it went from being three-quarters Republican and one-quarter Democrat to... It's roughly equal, but it's certainly de- it's Democrat-controlled. We don't know the exact number, but it's probably Democrat-controlled by about 20 votes. Out of 400. But so I think it's important to, to point something out here. Let's point something out here huge about New shift, Hampshire. Huge shift. But, hey, Seth, but can, we, you hear, we, can you hear me? We kept the same ground. Yeah. That's a huge victory for liberty. And these are people who are being outright attacked for being free staters. These are people that there were websites being put up. That a Democratic organization targeted Representative Mark Warden, and, and they said out of on a national level that he was the proof, if they could defeat him, that the Free State Project right. had no legs. It was kind of and the standard he won bearer. overwhelmingly. In fact, he won in a three-way race. Get this. He ran as the Republican, as the incumbent. Mm-hmm. We had an actual capital L libertarian running in the same district. It was, a, it was a one-seat district. And we had a Democrat who, by the way, interestingly enough, used to be a libertarian and now is extremely anti-libertarian. So, That's unusual. Didn't matter who you voted for. You were voting for somebody who, at one point in their lives, had a card-carrying libertarian, um, and he overwhelmingly won. Yeah, he did. As and well that libertarian, he should, that libertarian, he's fantastic. The, the libertarian in that race, by the way, got twenty-three percent, which is unbelievable uh, yeah. amount of votes for a libertarian candidate. Uh, and so that percentage plus Mark's 40-something, 47% or something like that, 46, uh, was a huge, huge number of people voting for liberty in that particular area of New Hampshire. Now, uh, regarding Republicans and Democrats, I think it's important to point something out here, Seth. And you knew you know this better than anybody, having been working in the uh, the you know the state with the state reps as a state rep for the last couple of years. Republican and Democrat doesn't mean here what it means everywhere else. I mean, as a perfect example of that, I think it was you who said something about 75% of Republicans voted for gay marriage when uh, they brought it up. There was some you know, anti-gay bigots that tried to get gay marriage repealed here in New Hampshire because New Hampshire is the only place where it's been instituted legislatively, not through a ballot right. measure, but legislatively. And so the, the, the libertarian wing of the Republican Party is extremely strong here, and it's probably one of the strongest in the country. We still have our issues. We still have the country club Republicans and the... You know, we have, I mean, obviously... There Seth, can you hang on? I would say, love yeah, to bring you back and, and continue this conversation. I'm going to put him on hold because for whatever reason when he's talking, we have a real tough time having him hear us. Can't break in. There's more coming up. <laughs> Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. 
is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features we have there for you. There is the Shrine of Female Listeners at shrine.freetalklive.com. You can get instructions on how to be part of the Shrine and or just take a look at it, shrine.freetalklive.com. They are dozens of the lady listeners of this program who've taken the time to prove that they are listeners of the show. You can see what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. The Free State Project is your best chance at liberty in your lifetime. Hey, just a bit of news for you. It's not free yet. I know it's called the Free State sometimes by some people, but that's an inaccurate label. It is the Free State Project. Project being the most important term. It's the state designated to be, to be free, a free by state. the movers and signers right. and participants of the after free state After the project. project has completed, after the project is, you know, uh, becomes a part of your life, you don't just get to move up here and be free. You'll be more free in some ways because New Hampshire is the freest of the 50 states, but it by, it by no means is a free place. There are a lot of problems here and a lot of uh, government oppression and a lot of ridiculous behavior on the part of bureaucrats and innocent, people, peaceful people being caged. So if you're just looking for a free ticket to uh, you know, liberty, sorry, there's work to be done. And that's Buy part, a sailboat. Yeah, that's part of the, uh, the complaints on the Free State Project's Facebook page that I have responded to. One guy named Scott says, what the hell happened in New Hampshire last night? I thought NH was supposed to be some sort of libertarian paradise. And that's when I explained to him that uh, what I just said about how it's a project. And I said, but to answer your question, though, Scott, several principled liberty activists were elected at the state house level last night. How many were elected where you are? And apparently, if you only care about the presidential election as though that's it what matters. a lot of people in America think is the only election. Right. As though it matters. It's which referred thug. to as the election. As, as though it matters which thug is elected over one another, then you're totally missing the point. And we've got uh, Representative Seth Cohn on the line with us, who is a representative here in New Hampshire as a Free State Project participant. He will p- continue being a representative, at least, I guess, through uh, what is it sometime in January uh, when they swear people? 5th, uh, December 5th, they swear in the new people. Oh, wow. Okay. For sure. So, <laughs> so um, we were having some sort of phone issue previously, and it may continue. Yeah. Like when you're, uh, t- when you're talking, if any of things, anyone is saying anything here, there's no way for you to hear us. It might be because your cell phone ducks audio during uh, the time in which you're speaking. But I just oh, wanted no, to. I'm on, a, I'm on a landline, but we'll, we'll, we'll work with it. That's fine. I just wanted to make you aware of that. But what we were saying right before the break is that Republicans and Democrats, you can't just look at the numbers of Republicans and Democrats here and extrapolate, oh, well, that must mean that there's a bunch of socialists living in New Hampshire. Because Republicans here are not like the Republicans that you'll find, say, in Texas. Uh, the Democrats here aren't like Democrats you'll meet in other places as well. Democrats in New Hampshire, a lot of them are gun owners. Uh, you know, they support gun rights. Republicans overwhelmingly supported gay marriage uh, in this state. So it's a little bit different here, isn't it, Seth? It is a lot different. And, and that's the beautiful thing about New Hampshire is it's very independent-minded. And that's why I don't think, I think Nemi's wrong. I don't think we're going blue. I just think we're just subject to the, the tides. I'm currently working on my uh, my report. I'm going to post it on freekeen.com. And that report talks about the, the blue tide. We had a blue tide in 2004. It started in 2006 and 2008. It was huge. And then the tide receded, which is how I got elected in 2010. Well, that blue tide is back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the thing about the tides. It comes and goes. 
It does indeed. And so we'll see what happens next time around. But what's most important is the Free State Project participants, the ones who are actually Free Staters, were they held they held steady, uh, whereas a bunch of Republicans got washed out with that tide and replaced by Democrats. There were actually Free State Project participants elected as Democrats this time. You you had uh, Joel Winters. Incumbents. Mm-hmm. Incumbents. Yeah. They, yeah. We had, we had uh, Joel Winters, who had been in the House for two terms before, got reelected. And so you know, the, the people knew exactly who he was, and he said, we want him back. Right. And, and then there's a new guy they, who got elected in a uh, – Tim O'Flaherty, I believe is his name, got some coverage yeah. on Comedy Central, was actually elected in a race against his roommate – who is also a Free State Project participant. So Dan Garthwaite, who's one of the behind-the-scenes guys, uh, works on Free Talk Live here and there with some techie stuff. Uh, he was running, and Dan lost to this other guy, Tim, who is also a Free State Project participant. And, uh, His roommate. Yeah, and their roommates. And the, like, the big battle, I guess, between them is that Dan Garthwaite is apparently the statist libertarian, and this other guy is like a total <laughs> anarchist or something uh, like that. That was a bit of a joke. I, uh, Tim, Tim had his tongue very firmly in cheek. He was trolling uh, Comedy Central a oh, little I see. bit. But well, I, I, I believed that. what I read, I guess. And Tim, Tim absolutely ran a very much, I am an anarchist, I do not believe in the power of the state, as a Democrat. And he awesome. was firmly and solidly elected. That's pretty exciting. Now, how, how many places does that happen? I mean, it can't happen crazy. anywhere else. It's a crazy story. Um, now, now, Seth, the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance had, what, 119 people that it endorsed in the last House. And I think that some of those Republicans have lost seats. How many um, New Hampshire Liberty Alliance endorsed candidates do we, uh, do we have? You know, any? we don't have a final number. We've still got some. We've, I, let's put it this way. I think we probably lost half of them. But the reason for that is, is that most of them were Republicans. Republicans and the House shifted so heavily that there were sure numbers. We lost people who were Republicans who were horrible rhino Republicans yep. that were anti-liberty, and we lost good Republicans. So I'm not blaming that on pro-liberty or anti-liberty. It was because they had an R next to we got We got a very disgusting Democrat back into office here in Keene, Seth. It's terrible. Oh, Delmar well, Burridge. Yeah. Delmar Burridge. Democrats. Yeah. It works. Uh, <laughs> I agree with that. It. The Democrats hate it. They go, you're a free stater. You don't believe in anything that the Democrats believe, except except then you start talking to them and, and they realize, oh, wait, you do agree with us. That's we right. Just, I, just, I had that experience. Yeah, I had that experience at the polls yesterday. I was talking with a couple people who were there carrying signs for their candidate. And I said, oh, well, you... You seem so sane. Oh, my gosh. Really? That's what they said to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, really? You're talking about the ideas of liberty? Yeah, I like that, too. Well, who are you here leafleting for? What? Really? <laughs> oh, the free staters. Are you a free stater? No, I'm a native. Come on. Hey, come well, that's on. important I yeah. mean, because uh, when people aren't, aren't perceived of with this kind of pejorative term of free stater, depending on who says it, it's a pejorative. The, right. Uh, you know, then, you know, if you show up as a New Hampshire native, all of a sudden you've got cred. That's not even necessarily pejorative. It just as like an easy excuse to write you off. Yeah. For sure. Or the ideas of liberty, and I, I find that extremely disappointing in my neighbors. So what else do we need to know, uh, Seth, about what happened yesterday in New Hampshire? I think the biggest lesson that we came out of this with is it doesn't matter which way the winds blow, the forces of liberty are strong in New Hampshire, and if you live someplace in this country where you are disgusted with what you see around you, come to New Hampshire. We're not perfect, but guaranteed... You will be better off here, and we need you to be one of the people to keep 
the torch of liberty alive. This Absolutely. is where it's happening. Awesome. Any other so, questions for Seth? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, Seth, as far as uh, now, you say there's a, dem- uh, a small majority of Democrats in the House, uh, New Hampshire House, and the Republicans rolled back the budget. What was it, almost 12 percent? Yep, a, a billion dollars with a B. Now, what, uh, what's, the, what's the result going to be? I mean, when the Democrats were in the last time, they spent a lot of money and they raised a lot of taxes. And they're probably going to do that again. And you know what's going to happen? The average New Hampshire person. Let's talk about the fact that there was an anti-income tax constitutional amendment to ban forever doing an income tax. And guess what? It passed, but it passed with a majority, and it needed a supermajority. So the majority of New Hampshire, despite the fact that they voted for Obama, also said, yeah, we never want an income tax. Yep. That is good that's news. That's what New Hampshire's like. Yeah, but and it didn't pass. And that's, in so disappointed money, to see that. Yeah. But awesome. you know, they, what they don't tax you, they'll make up in fees and surcharges anyway. Well, there's good things that can come from more Democrats being there, like uh, the medical marijuana and or maybe decrim. Maybe we can just go all the way and somebody can put forth a real uh, legalization or decrim bill. Well, they do because, every two years. Uh, well, I hope that you know maybe now it'll, it'll be successful because the Democrat that was elected governor seems to be supportive at least of a medical pod. Uh, Seth, if you've got more, you can hang on. More coming up with your thoughts. Welcome. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio, podcast, satellite, webcam, and our live streams. But did you know you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere? Add this number to your phone, 213-493-0308. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Listen Lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 213-493-0308. That's 213-493-0308. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that are waiting for you there. Once again, freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. Ed, Mark. We're doing election recap here and have been focusing on the ups and downs. Uh, lots of ups that people just don't uh, want to see uh, because, oh, New Hampshire voted for Obama, as though somehow it would be better if New Hampshire voted for Mitt Romney. Or Ron uh, Paul. Like one warmonger versus another warmonger. What's the difference? But what really matters is is that uh, local people were elected, people who love liberty, people who are principled, liberty-oriented people who've moved here for the Free State Project. We've got Representative Seth Cohn on the line. He is a Free State Project participant, as are Mark, you and I. A blogger at freekeen.com and really just kind of one of the go-to guys when it comes to, what the hell happened? And generally awesome, really. Yeah, he does a great job, and he really knows a lot about what's going on in Concord. And actually, I just saw a Facebook post. I was talking about how Free State Project participants won this time around as Democrats, there were some that won as Republicans. In fact, some won re-election, like Mark Warden, who's advertiser on this show. Uh, he ran away with his election, and that was despite being targeted by the Democrats at a national level. There was a press release that came out by the Democratic Campaign Committee or something like that, that they'd looked at all of the races around the country, and they determined 60 races in all the 50 states that were the most critical, key races, things that they 
they, you know, we need to focus efforts on these people to beat them. There were two races they picked in New Hampshire. Mark Warden's was one of those races. He won resoundingly. So if that was the indicator uh, as to whether or not the Free State Project will continue to be successful, we, you know, we won resoundingly with that. But there's something I just realized. There's actually a third Democrat I didn't know about who was uh, elected as a Free State Project participant. So I know of at least three now. Uh, and so that's great news. And he's formerly from uh, from Keene. But let's bring back uh, Seth Cohn uh, on the line here. And Seth, I don't know. We kind of ran out of time there in that last segment. Sure, I didn't know if you had more you wanted to share. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the thing that people need to keep in mind is, is that, uh, and I'm seeing it here in New Hampshire, there is that initial downfall where they're like, "Oh, it didn't go the way I wanted," and people are people are looking around the country right now, and they're going, "Well, is it time to leave the country? Is it time to, <laughs> you know, get my survival gear and go out into the woods?" And and um, I will tell you this: um, here in New Hampshire, I'm watching as the that we're shaking it off, and there's a whole bunch of freshmen who. Spent two years doing amazing things, and they're going well. Okay, I've got two years to go earn a living and go do stuff. And they're not going. I'm done. They're going. I'll be back. 2014. You know, we elect everybody every two years. People forget that. Right. For every, <laughs> politics is is a sport here in New Hampshire, and we do it all the time. So yep. if you like politics, New Hampshire's the place to be. If you like being anti-political and doing other things, you know, there's lots of other stuff to do to, for liberty. But this is the, the one place in the country where we're not giving up. And it's the one place that. in the country where we're not giving up right now. And so if you're out there listening and you go, I don't know what I'm going to do, I'll tell you something. In 2004, I moved here. It's been eight years. I don't regret it. I've had my ups and downs, but I've done, you know, two years of public service, and I'm looking at what I'm going to do next. I'm going to spend the next two years doing some political stuff, some non, but I'm going to stay busy and be an activist, and I want to see people continue to do that. I can tell you this, the Democrats and Republicans are scared because the free staters are not going away. Yeah, that's right. And this is the only place in the country where liberty-minded people are being elected. That's just not happening anywhere else. I mean, the Libertarian Party can't dream of the success that the Free State Project has had. I was involved with the Libertarian Party. <laughs> the Free State Project has more has had more success in elections this year than and the Libertarian Party ago. has had ever. Ever. The like the the whole 40-year history of the Libertarian Party has paled in comparison to nationally. the last fa- four years here. Yeah, nationally. In, in New like Hampshire, if you add in up, one state. Right. If you add up all these, you know, the re- the people that have been elected as libertarians, all you really get is a handful of uh, soil and water board commissioners, maybe like one or two state representatives. One of them was in New Hampshire a I, while back. I had, they had uh, some dual ca- uh, candidates, people that ran as both Republican and Libertarian back in the 90s, I think. You mean in New Hampshire? In New Hampshire, okay. yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought there was somebody that won it just as a Libertarian. Might be. Be a Valencourt. Yeah. And so, you know, the the Libertarian Party, I mean, God bless them and everything, but, and good for them with the Gary Johnson results, but. You know they're not they're not doing anything more than tr- barely treading water out there. If you want to make a difference, if you want to have an impact, if you want to actually see liberty-oriented people getting elected, this is the place where that's happening. So go and to freestateproject.org. That, you know, Ian, I've been on before, and we talked about getting government out of marriage, for instance. And I I helped introduce a bill to get government out of marriage. I was shocked because you know what happened during this election cycle: the Republican, the conservative Republican candidate for governor, started talking about. Maybe we need to get government out of marriage. Hmm. 
Where else does that happen, that libertarian yeah. ideas get proposed and start becoming far more mainstream? Well, we are th- changing the face of politics here. And that's what they said in that 26-page, uh, I'm not going to call it a flyer, almost book, uh, <laughs> that came out here recently. And, and it has yet to be determined who actually produced this manual. I, you know, I believe there's legitimate conspiracy that it was actually a Free State Project participant that, uh, that did it because it's unsigned. <laughs> I actually looked into it, and I'm still convinced that it's Democrats. Okay. I, I, Same here. It sounds like some of the Democrats I've talked to. It's some so complimentary, though. Really I mean, sounds, it, it, I think it's really sincere. I, I, I thought maybe it was you know, a Free State Project person putting us on, but I really yeah. just think this is a Democratic put-together document. But, it, but it's a really complimentary document in a lot of ways, and, and it does acknowledge that the Free State Project has absolutely changed, changed the face of political discussion here in New Hampshire. And the thing is, these ideas are so powerful and so important that uh, you know it's not going to go the other direction. As more people come here, more people are going to talk about liberty with their neighbors and their friends and coworkers, and those ideas are going to start sticking with people right. on both Republican and Democratic we're sides. We're going to have uh, lo- we're going to have situations of moving slowly forward and quickly forward, and slowly forward and quickly forward. Yeah. And that's all I'm seeing is is a, a situation where we're going to be able to move more towards social issues now. And this is the really great thing about the the free state project and the libertarian ideas is they can be advanced no matter who's in um, in, in office. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Colorado and Washington go ahead and legalize marijuana. I would take even money that New Hampshire will legalize marijuana. You start finding the issues where we can make progress and we're going to do it. You think the, uh, the, the governor uh, candidate is actually good on full legalization? Because I had heard they're only good. Both candidates are supposedly only good on medical. Do you think that that's something that can be you know worked well, on? Thanks. Uh, I mean, maybe maybe it won't be there yet. I mean, but uh, on the other hand, the only way to know is to try. And I think people here are willing to try. Good. Seth Cohn, thanks for coming on tonight. Do appreciate it. We'll be looking forward to seeing your right. full and, and ele- Congratulations. I thought you did great in your race. You think so? so? I, you know, yeah, I, I, I do. I think you did awesome. You've got a name and a reputation, and you still managed to get a significant percentage of the vote. I wonder if I would have done better had I not gone to the polls, though. <laughs> had you actually campaigned? <laughs> no. No, had, no, had I done no, no campaigning. No because, campaigning. Uh, you know, I did campaign all day. I was out in the you know, freezing cold all day long at one polling location, right. and that happened to be the location that I got the worst percentage at so yeah and the one where we had the best turnout was the one where i where got you were. where where i had trouble first well, thing in the morning yeah Ian, you know i have to say that i listen to free talk live regularly i don't listen all the time but i did listen more when you were in jail so yeah maybe it is you <laughs> uh, thanks You're for the call big fat loser Ian. appreciate hearing from you tonight <laughs> and uh, we'll look forward to seeing your full election uh, wrap up over at freekeen.com when it's posted thanks seth all right, so 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And, uh, you know, I, that was one of the things I was debating today is – was it actually detrimental to me to be out at the polling location? I don't Have think I so. Have I poisoned the well? And, and, Is that and what you're wondering? And here's the thing, because I, I had a really good conversation uh, with a few people about you. Because my pitch when I when I was approaching people is, my friend Ian is running for state rep, and I mm-hmm. hope you'll consider voting for him today. And, and I had I offered them whatever information was there. And and um, I had I had conversations with folks, and there were a lot of people who just had pre- pre- preconceived notions of of freaking and then there were people who had actually taken the time to get to know you mm-hmm. and actually interacted with you and those people had had good things to say to you a, a, about you and and right. that is the part 
that I'm not surprised about because I, I know you, and that's why I showed up at, at the polls. That's ultimately why I feel like it was good for me to be yeah, out at the polls because I, I can connect with people and meet Absolutely. people I wouldn't have otherwise met. Absolutely, and I yeah. think anyone who's really who's, who's taken the time to get to know you while they may be occasionally maddened to tears like Mark and I are with you, I you know, I mean that for in a good way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm teasing you. I'm giving you a hard time. Um, I've never I, seen you crying. I, I, no, you don't want to either. Okay. It's not a pretty thing. But but I think that people who take the time to, to get to know you really would come around to your, your ways. And I think a lot of people that I run into who have a bad notion of you haven't had to deal with you, unless they're cops. Then they just... I like a lot of the cops. I know you do. Along. I know cops you do. Cops live in this town. There's only one. Well, no, there was a bunch of them that came out to uh, the ward that I that I was at, including Sweet. the police chief who uh, ignores me as though he's a six-year-old uh, giving his parents <laughs> the silent treatment. Isn't that great? More coming up here. You can take control. Tell us what's going on in your area. What was? I've been told no in many different ways. I give you an order and you're going to obey it. Who told you to go this way? You can do that and you have to leave here. You cannot bring Simon to the rally. Walk with me. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm comfortable me. here, actually. Whoa, 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 hey, 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 who do you think Excuse you are? Excuse me. There is no video audio allowed in this office. Now, I have work today. This is doing Bureaucrats have a funny way of telling people no. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. Derek J's Victimless Crime Spree. Available now free in HD. See it now at victimlesscrimespree.com. Take control of the airwaves and do it via our toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we share with you there. Uh, Once again, freetalklive.com. And with you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Some of those features on our site do allow you to actually control the content there, so... Uh, when you find something online that you want to share with us and share with our other listeners, you can submit it as show prep over at freetalklive.com. It will then appear on the um, upcoming stories page on the site. It must receive a certain number of votes from other listeners in order to be promoted to the front page and the top of the site. So see for yourself and get interactive at freetalklive.com. We talked a lot in the first hour of the show about some election successes that the uh, folks with the Free State Project, uh, of which, Mark, you and I are a part of, and uh, that we had here in New Hampshire last night in the election. And one of the people who is a member of the Free State Project that has not yet made the move is Jillian from Stateless Suites. Yeah, statelesssuites.com. And this holiday season, you're probably going to want to have some nice things to eat for folks that come over to your house or yeah. to whose houses, whose Whom's houses? Whose houses? To bring, a, to bring with you to right. uh, some sort of party. Hey, if you're going to uh, parties with your hands empty, yeah, you're you're that guy. You're Ian, and you should. Hey, what are you talking about? Are you going to deny it, or you just don't want to be said? I bring beer. <laughs> oh boy! So somebody's got to bring the beer. Go to statelesssweets.com <laughs> and uh, 
get some get some nice things for the host or to pass out to your guests. They're gonna be, they're awesome. I mean, I'm just looking at some of the candies here, and it, it's great. I, I love the cinnamon covered caramel, the cinnamon caramel. Yeah, those were good. So it's like you know, sort of your caramels, and they're great, and they're homemade, and all it's all natural, and and those kind of things, but. It's got a hint of a cinnamon flavor to it. It's, it's really kind of you know new, different, exciting. Chocolate-covered pistachio brittle. That's a new, different idea. And you could get the sampler if you want to try all the different things they have. The panucci, panucci with walnuts, peanut butter fudge. Ian, you like the fudge. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of the English toffee. But I'm really tempted by this chocolate-covered uh, pistachio brittle. I, I think I need to taste some of this. So I, I can, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, statelesssweets.com. Go get it. Enjoy it. Statelesssweets.com. All right, we're going to go right into your phone calls here, but coming up, uh, there's some more election news because there's ballot measures all across the country that were, you know, pretty pretty exciting. A lot of good news on ballot me- the ballot measure front. Uh, in addition to that, Nemi, you're going to tell us about porn. Yay, porn! Uh, so first, though, we're going to go to the phones here and talk to Aaron, listening to WXNT in Indy. Hey, Aaron, you're on Free Talk Live. Evening. As of last night, I feel comfortable in asking you this over live radio. Anybody got a joint? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, you live in Indianapolis, where uh, I don't believe there was any kind of um, cannabis. Man, they will arrest a shadow here in town. I mean, it's that bad. But, hey, I wanted to hit on something, uh, uh, make an analogy, and this goes toward not only the Republican Party, but the Libertarian Party. And I want to set this up by saying, to all those people out there that think you can't get the black or Latino vote, even the Libertarian or the Republican Party, listen to this analogy. If you own a business, a car, if you own a car dealership, and I'm telling you, and you looking for a general manager, and I'm out there all over the place telling people how I hate cars and everything, you know, I'm, I believe more in bicycles than an automobile. But then I'm going to go apply for the job. You're not going to give me that job after I told you I hate what the industry you're in. That being said, you cannot, you might work on a local level, but you cannot run for national office talking about how much you hate the uh, federal government and then ask for the job. There's a lot of places where I agree with Republicans and Libertarians, and there's a lot of places where I disagree with the Democrats. But we Democrats don't come off as angry people. You know, mm-hmm. you scare people. Richard Murdoch, I, I would trust, I would trust uh, Dracula before I trust this guy, Richard Murdoch, here in Indianapolis. You know, because he come off too angry. You know, you got good positions, but it's the way you present yourself. I agree. Yeah, I mean, when I'm talking about Republicans. I, I agree that if one presents oneself um, in an angry fashion, that uh, one's going to have a difficult time getting elected. It just doesn't look good. Now, I don't know, and uh, you know, I, I'm always trying to find the best way to talk about the ideas of liberty. And I, you know, I'm anti-government if that means being pro-freedom. Um, but you know, but I'm always trying to, to find the. You just say it without uh, having a knife in your hand or a gun in your hand or, or a musket. You know, I mean, if they don't change, the Republican Party is going to be uh, relegated down to angry old white men that go about three syllables. Well, I, I agree with you. I, I personally don't, you know, I don't understand why anybody would align the libertarians with the Republicans. I mean, uh, Gary Johnson doesn't come across as an angry guy at all. The dude was wearing a peace Not T-shirt. He was wearing a peace Not T-shirt. At all. In he, said, he sounded like he was reasonable. Yeah. And, but the thing is, that's, that's where I disagree with the Republicans and Democrats. You do not exclude people. And Democrats, they're just guilty. You cannot say 
or even though it was true to some extent that they were trying to uh, suppress the vote in certain neighborhoods, neighborhood, but what's the difference when you're trying to suppress the voice of a libertarian in the debate? It's so, the same difference. Let me ask you this, so Aaron. Where they're guilty. You'd mentioned that this had something to do with the black and Latino vote. Why is it, did you think that the angry sound doesn't appeal to the black and uh, angry sound about uh, government doesn't appeal to blacks and Latinos, but it does appeal to, I assume, whites, uh, Eskimos, and Chinese people? No, no, no. You misunderstood what I said. Okay. I said it's not the message, it's the way you to bring your message. Uh-huh. So That's what, what I was saying. So and why does the angry like, thing oh. work? Why does the angry thing work with uh, some ethnicities and it doesn't work with others? Because, let me tell you, because and the statistics show that, that pretty soon the, the white Anglo-Saxon will not be the majority. It's a, and yeah, there's it's, a lot of people isn't that already the, the case? It's not the majority. So it's slipping away. Absolutely. The minority, the, the, the whites are not going to be the majority uh, soon. I mean, that this was last year was the first year that the there was and a majority. And they feel something like it's slipping away from them, and instead of uh, being angry, embrace it, and people will still trust you. I'd rather trust somebody that's in the minority that's smart than somebody that's in the majority and stupid. You know? It, it doesn't matter. It's, it's all about your message. It's not about the majority or minority anymore. Aaron, yeah, thanks is, for sharing your thoughts tonight. I do I do appreciate hearing from you as always at 855-450 free. I think that uh you know, it's interesting Gary Johnson uh we didn't really t- I touched briefly on this in the first hour but didn't give you the numbers. Gary Johnson uh with the Libertarian Party he did a really good job uh last night. Uh, you know, obviously the news media is not reporting on this, but uh he got more than one percent of the vote, just over, just over one percent of the vote nationally. And, uh, yeah, nationally. Wow, that's great. And that actually meant he got more than a million votes. That's awesome. Uh, nationally, which actually means that for the first time since 1980, the Libertarian Party's presidential candidate has received a one percent of the vote. That was the last time they got one percent. So he's was got in more 1980. Votes. He, he says more votes than any other libertarian candidate for president. That's ever. correct. He has more. The Ed Clark in the 1980s got about, or in 1980, Ed Clark received approximately 920 thousand votes, and Gary Johnson eclipsed a million votes uh, yesterday. So that's good news. Although it's it's a tough one to analyze, right? Because the Libertarian Party. The reason why I resigned from it in 2008 was – I was a life member, by the way, which meant I gave them $1,000 at one point. That's how much I believed in Right. You the, resigned the a membership that you – know, it's not like you, you gained $20 a month by resigning. No. I resigned a membership that never expired. That's right. And so the reason why I did that was because I'd been sick and tired of hearing so-called libertarians water down their message, which when I joined, it was the party of principle. They still call themselves that, but they're not principled anymore. It used to be that – that they ever were in order to well at least i felt like they were back when i was involved well, you, when, uh, when you were involved ian you weren't principled either you weren't what you call a principled libertarian you were just a regular small government libertarian and i was sort of the republicany type and then you moved on to the not small government but no coercive yeah state. i get what you're saying mark but you're kind of wrong about that because uh what i understood when i joined the libertarian party was i had signed a, a statement and even if I couldn't understand why things should be a certain way, like one of the issues I didn't get was immigration in the beginning, 
I knew that I had to have a certain position on that. So I took the position and I learned more about it uh, over time. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. But Gary Johnson did a great job. How do you look at that situation? We could talk more about that coming up. Also take your calls about whatever's on your mind. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries the name brands you want at the lowest prices. Ammunition, knives, firearm accessories, archery, air guns, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. ManVentureOutpost.com is family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau, and has the lowest prices. Go check it for yourself. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. The SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. With you tonight, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Hey, our website includes a lot of features. Uh, news updates are one of those features. You go to news.freetalklive.com. You can get signed up to follow us via email, Twitter, Facebook, whatever your preference. News.freetalklive.com. Do go there and uh, sign up for your, you know, your choice, and then you'll get updates about what's going on with the show, including, you know, if we like have an interview or or uh, something like that, like I did last night on Playboy Radio, which was a lot of fun, and I posted the interview, which of course it's on Sirius XM normally, so you have to be a subscriber typically to get the Playboy Radio content, but in this case you'll get about 15 minutes of their show. They had the uh, election night special. Uh, that I put up over at the SoundCloud page. But folks that were on our email list knew about that first. Also, those on Twitter and Facebook uh, were aware of that first. And if you're on Twitter and Facebook, you'll get updates during the show. Sometimes we ask questions there. We post observations, post show prep, uh, things like that. And uh, I, I'm so glad I was on that show last night. It was so much fun. The ladies were very open to you know new ideas, and uh, they certainly were friendly to the ideas of uh, of liberty. And I got a lot of uh, compliments from folks on on how that interview went. It was probably some of the most fun I've had uh, doing an interview. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so go to news.freetalklive.com. And if you want to hear the Playboy Radio interview, you can just go straight to our SoundCloud page. It's up there. Uh, look for the picture of the really attractive blonde lady. You'll notice uh, when you go there. And or you can just go to publicity.freetalklive.com. That's our page on our website where we kind of post things like mark your recent appearance on CBC from Canada, uh, my appearance on Playboy Radio. And I should be, unless things go you know go wrong, I should be on RT a little bit later on this week. It's it's been bumped already due to election. I was there stuff. last night or the night before. Yeah, I, that, that's cool, and maybe made some connections. Got to find that with uh, RT. interview too. Oh, you were interviewed by RT. That's correct. Oh, cool. Oh, you hadn't told us, you know, when you were on the air that that had happened. So. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's great. That happened. We got an interview, and it was brief, uh, as these things tend to be. Sure. They're just going to take whatever they take out of it, and you know, make it happen. But yeah. So go to news.freetalklive.com. You can follow our news updates that way. If this uh, the election results make you want to rush off into the woods and hide in a cabin that you've built with your own hands from rocks and sticks, you need strategicsurvival.com. This omnibus will help you in all kinds of different survival situations. It's not just if you decide to run off in the woods because somehow you think things have changed in here in America in some notable fashion, which doesn't appear to be the case to me. But... Uh, 
regardless, you'll need strategicsurvival.com in all kinds of situations, whether it's weather related or, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, man-made disaster or economic collapse. You want to know what you need to know in a survival situation, what tools and items you need to have, how to use them, how to implement them, and Strategic Survival covers all of that. It's a really great guide. Um, You need to check it out. StrategicSurvival.com covers budget and schedule. Uh, It's schedule-friendly situations ranging from equipment and improvisation ideas that you can carry with you to more permanent infrastructure. There you go. StrategicSurvival.com. We're going to continue with your calls. Just wanted to uh, touch base on the uh, Gary Johnson Pretty big success as far as libertarian presidential campaigns, over a million votes last night. But the, the difficulty I have is how, to, is how to analyze that because as somebody who's been a follower of the Libertarian Party, and I don't mean like following what they – you know every, their every jump, but uh, watching them I guess, uh, being a watcher and observer of the Libertarian Party over the years, having been part of it at one time, they've fallen away from their principles – and that's why I quit the party was out of frustration of how watered down their message had become, how unprincipled it had become. And I think they took a step in the right direction uh, this year because their last presidential candidate was Bob Barr and he was laughable and embarrassing. Uh, Gary yeah. Johnson, on the other hand, was not those things and he did a good job and he was a good communicator. I'm so glad but, he got the most votes because that means that uh, he's going to have four more years to hone his message and really get to, you know, really, really understand a lot of the ideas of liberty. And I hope bring he does too. I hope he does because that was my big disappointment with this campaign and the reason why I couldn't vote for him. I ended up voting for NOTA and OTA, none of the above, uh, for president because Gary Johnson was not a libertarian by my book. He was not a, a truly liberty-minded person. I think he, was, he qualifies he as was, a libertarian. No, because uh, to be a libertarian, this is why This is why you're wrong, Mark. Uh, in <laughs> oh order boy, to be a libertarian, you have to sign a statement that says that you don't believe in the initiation of force to achieve political or social goals. Taxes are force. Government's force. And so for a libertarian to be out there advocating for a national sales tax, sorry, that's not a traditionally libertarian position. I understand that neo-libertarianism, which is basically what we have now, is this viewpoint that, well, we're smaller government. And that's and that's all. And that's fine and everything, but it makes me wonder, did Gary Johnson get a million votes because he watered down his message, or did Gary Johnson get a million votes because social media and Ron Paul propelled him to the point where he he could do that, where a libertarian candidate could finally make that kind of level of inroads? I mean, obviously, if it was Bob Barr— And because Barr, there was no, <laughs> no decision between the other two. No decision? No, well, there was no choice. I mean, between Obamni— it was, well, there wasn't that much choice in 2008 either. There wasn't any choice there, but uh, there wasn't any choice with Bob Barr either. Right, is how liber- I felt. Right, Bob Barr was awful. So, and plus, social media is more prolific now. I mean, four years ago, Facebook was just getting the ball rolling, but now it's you know a critical part of a lot of people's daily routine. Uh, so that that really leads me to the question: Was it the watering down of the message that got them the votes? I don't. He or, didn't water down. Gary Johnson didn't water down his message. He made his message more libertarian. Gary Johnson was a Republican governor of New Mexico. Yeah, I get what you're saying about Johnson, and good for him for moving in the right direction. I'm talking about watering down the message of liberty, the principles of liberty, which used to be the purpose behind the Libertarian Party was to introduce people to a principled idea, something that uh, people could grasp and then apply to their own lives, like I have done and many other people who found liberty through the Libertarian Party in the past had done. So it makes me wonder if you had somebody who was – if Gary Johnson was a principled libertarian, 
if he was what I wished he would be, how would he have done? Would that have affected his vote total at all? Is it really the message so much as it was the social media? Your thoughts are certainly welcome at 855-450-FREE. Uh, because the Green Party, by the way, didn't really do much of anything. Uh, I mean, Jill Stein, 300,000 votes. I think she got uh, nationwide. I didn't do a comparison. I should. I should pull it up. Uh, pull up Jill's uh, vote totals compared to like uh, Ralph Nader, for instance. Maybe we'll do that here in a little bit. Let's go to Benjamin. He's listening in Northern California. Uh, Benjamin, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Uh, I saw you, got, you post on Facebook. You wondered uh, what happened of note in our local areas uh, because yes. of the election or during the election. And uh, let me paint a picture, if I could. All right. California is a luxurious cruise ship, and the cruise ship is taking on water. Some of us in California said, hey, we should bail out the water. Let's, let's throw out the, co- uh, the, the cocktail shrimp. Let's use those uh, buckets and, 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 and bail out the water. But other people said, well, why don't we just drill a hole in the bottom of the ship and let the water pour out? <laughs> and... Uh, we tried to explain that that's not actually how you get water off the ship. And they said, well, let's do that. Anyway. So in California, they passed new taxes, more Woo-hoo! spending, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, new bureaucracy. I am excited about that news because it means more liberty-minded people will get fed up with uh, living out there, as pretty as it might be, I, and make them I move. have shared the 101 reasons to move to the Hampshire. Hold that so thought, Benjamin. Times. I know there's more you've got here, so stick with us. We'll bring you back here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want, toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features on our site. We give them away to you. Once again, freetalklive.com, in studio with you. It's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. And uh, don't forget, if you would like to support Free Talk Live, would like to invite you to shop with us, go to shop.freetalklive.com. You can link into Amazon there. And there's three different Amazons linked to from shop.freetalklive.com. There's Amazon US, Amazon UK, and Amazon Canada. Click into the right one for you. Just get your shopping taken care of. It's the same great Amazon experience, the same great low Amazon prices. It's just that when you enter through our links at shop.freetalklive.com, Amazon cuts us a portion of their profits. So it helps us, it helps you get the stuff you want, and get it delivered to your door without having to deal with the parking lots and the hassles of dealing with crowds, at the you know because crowds are going to be there soon. Black Friday's coming up, uh, but uh, dealing with the, the holiday shopping season. Avoid all of it and get it done through shop.freetalklive.com. It helps Free Talk Live when you shop there. Bitcoins, they are an online, peer-to-peer, open-source currency that you can send, it would allow you to send and receive money without having to pay any fees. Uh, you know, also, you no one has access to your account with uh, bitcoins. You have complete control over your own account. You know that's not the case with uh, any of these online monetary transfer organizations or any other banks. 
bitcoins. You can go find out about them at weusecoins.org. You can go get your free online Bitcoin wallet at blockchain.info. With it, you can send bitcoins to people via email or your Facebook friends or to anyone's cell phone number in just about any country around the world. And it's all free. Get your free Bitcoin wallet today at blockchain.info. If you want to find out how to get some Bitcoins, I'll be telling about, telling you about that here shortly. Okay, 855-450-FREE. Right back to Benjamin, listening in Northern California. Now, this is, I believe, Benjamin from Good Men Do Something, who made a bit of a splash there in the Yuba County area by holding a signage or putting up signs that said uh, taxes equal theft. You ended up going to court uh, over that, and it was a ridiculous situation where the jury actually found you guilty, not because it was illegal what you did, but because you didn't do what the cops asked you to do, which was uh, you know hold show them ID right away. And uh, so you guys, you guys have definitely made a splash out there, and you attempted to run for a political office yourself. Maybe you'll tell us a little bit more about how that went. But you were kind of recapping what happened out in California. Uh, you were just mentioning right before we went to break that I guess they voted people voted in california for more taxes oh oh yeah uh, a new tax on everybody to help you know fund education for the children um <laughs> and then no, no, uh, not tax. the children just the children of people who send them to public school oh well right and what's actually interesting about that is it's supposed to raise uh, nine billion dollars um uh to go to the school's but like six billion of that is money that the state had withheld giving the schools as like a loan, promising to pay them later. So really, they're taxing themselves to pay the schools back what they borrowed already. Mm, what um, a mess! And California is one of the the uh, states that is in the worst, the most dire financial straits. I mean, I haven't seen an update on it recently, but I imagine it's still in the news out there. Last time we saw it, it was billions of dollars in the hole uh, behind the ball trying to pay. Oh no, they pensions. paid it all off. Did they? No. Oh, okay. No, they didn't. They didn't oh. come close. <laughs> they have no gotcha. intention of ever paying it off. They're waiting for the they're, federal government to come and, and bail them out. Well, they, their, their last gimmick before doing these taxes was to go to the local um, communities and uh, basically go, look, we can't borrow money uh, because our credit rating is so bad. So what we're going to do is we're going to withhold giving you money that we already took from your citizens that we're supposed to give to you and force you to go borrow money. Wow, so all the towns to are now going to ruin their credit rating. Neat. And then we promised to pay you back what you had to borrow to fund what we told you you had to do but wouldn't give you the money to do it. God, that very, is just it's, slimy. It's Ugh. very messy. It's very messy. It's got to be, in, um, you know, as we pointed out earlier, the people in New Hampshire voted, a majority of people in New Hampshire, not a two-thirds, but a majority voted uh, to a, to completely abolish the income tax. Unfortunately, it needed two-thirds to uh, to actually pass into it Constitution. It wasn't that far from two-thirds, but, uh, you know, it was far, far enough. enough. Uh, but uh, that's, halfway between. that's significantly different than what happened out in California, where people actually voted for more taxes. In a down economy, let's vote for more taxes. But it was the on public education don't why do you hate children they never have enough no, no, not children just the children of people that will send them to public uh, school i don't know about you but i've never seen kids getting uh, cut a check it's uh, it's going to the government bureaucrats that run the program it's going to the administrators it's going to the uh the contractors it's going to the the teachers uh but th- that money is probably not going to end right up everybody knows kids. that I mean, uh, p- private education is better than public education and private education generally costs less per student than public education does it can well, cost less at- at least I'm sure you're happy that uh, California will be instituting new tax on businesses to fund uh, green energy programs. 
No. Oh, I am happy that California is, uh, you know, putting all kinds of taxes on people. I would never vote for a tax um, at all, but I do understand that every new tax that uh, they put down on California will drive more liberty-oriented people to the Free State Project. Well, Absolutely. certainly out of California and, and causing it to go defunct quicker. Yep, but some um, of them will come here. Right, because you need to have the producers. Yeah, yeah. You need to have the people that are actually out there providing real product and service in the marketplace in order to be able to tax them to get that money. And if those folks walk away from the, the plantation, so to speak, then uh, you're right. They're going to have an even tougher time uh, meeting those bills that they're expecting, that they're hoping to uh, somehow magically pay. Now, you were running for a city council seat uh, and you said that you were born and raised in the area. You, you know, family name is pretty well known. It's not a big place. You know, relatively small population. How'd it go? Oh, uh, I guess horribly because we lost. But I'm not terribly broken up about it. Um, the lost came in last, mm-hmm. didn't win. But uh, frankly, you know, I'm just a, I'm a person who normally goes to those meet those really boring meetings anyway if anybody's ever been to a city council meeting or oh, God. Meeting, mm. they're they're boring but i figured you know i might as well i might as well have a say i might as well be one of the five people who gets the vote um and my mom lost her uh, election for the school board she's she's uh she was an incumbent she's already on the school board oh wow um, lost as an incumbent yeah lost lost as an incumbent but likely because she opposed the school was uh trying to get a new uh bond measure passed to help uh, pay for things, and mm. she was like, "Well, why don't we try voluntary means first? And they said, "Let's just pass the new tax." And she was. Now, is your mom that. also a Free State Project participant? Because I know that you and your brother are. But what about her? Me, my brother, my father, and my mother are all Free State Project participants. Awesome. We all signed the uh, the pledge. So, since uh, she's now no longer obligated to the school board, does that move up her plan to uh, to make the move? Um, I don't know uh, specifically what my father and my mother's plans are because uh, my dad, you know, has his job and his career, um, so that affects things wh- where he's able to get a job. Um, so I don't know what their specific plans are. And for me, it, it wasn't going to affect it no matter what because I'll just I was going to move whenever I was ready. Gotcha. They can always appoint someone. I can always resign and appoint someone. But I'm not even I'm not even on it, so I didn't win. Cool, man. Anything else you want to share with us about that? It was great because, you know what? It gave me an opportunity to meet like-minded individuals who live in the community because I went around knocking on doors. Yeah, sure. And so now I know more people. And today's election results here in California has been a great tool for starting conversations and saying, hey, uh, have you heard of uh, New Hampshire and the Free State Great Project? point. That's one of the I reasons why it's... One reasons why you should move. Yep, that's one of the things that folks can do uh, that we can't really do that well because we've already made the move. I mean, we can't convince people in new hampshire to move here so if you're still on the outside of new hampshire and you're a free state project participant one of the most effective forms of activism you can do is to be reaching out to all those ron paul meetup groups to reach out to uh you know the uh, liberty on the rocks groups uh we, you might have heard their advertisements right. here on free talk live uh reach out to the libertarian party groups in your areas uh you know s- campaign for liberty students for liberty whatever liberty oriented organizations there are out there where wherever you can find liberty-minded people touch base with them let them know what's happening in new hampshire hook them up with the 101 reasons to move to new hampshire and let's start talking about it man i know trevor lyman from uh, the 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 infamous creator of the money bomb although i've heard that it was a more of a group effort but he's the guy that gets the credit for it uh, he has come out on his Facebook page and said that he believes the, s- the solution to liberty is to concentrate activism in one area, and he will be working to promote the Free State Project 
now that the Ron Paul campaign is done. So uh, the more people we can get up here, the better it'll be. And thanks, Benjamin, for the call and the summary there of the terrible news from California. More coming up here at 855-450-FREE. You can share your thoughts. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that we have there for you. Uh, You can enjoy the mobile site, by the way. For those of you with a smartphone, go to m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams in broadband, midband, and narrowband versions so different bit rates for different internet connection speeds m is in mobile.freetalklive.com as we continue here coming up porn uh nemi's got a story about uh Yay, interesting new speaking of california regulations right. uh interesting new regulation in the porn industry uh but first we're going to go to the phones here and william is on the line in dallas you're on free talk live hey william hey hope all well yeah, everything's cool, man. We're in New Hampshire. There's more liberty activists moving here every week, so all is good. Go ahead with your thoughts. Because that's what I rate yeah, how I'm, je- I'm doing. Here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, je- I'm jealous of you guys. <clears throat> Y'all really are making progress. But uh, speaking of crossbreed holsters, uh, I got one, and they're awesome. But anyway. Cool. Yep. Uh, crossbreed was of- a sponsor here. I believe it's, uh, you also have one. I, I also ha- have one, yeah. yes. It's the ugliest holster you'll ever love. And, and I do love it. I mean, you know, I bought one. I bought one a while back, and I thought it was going to be really expensive, and it was not. And it is the best holster you'll ever have. There you go, CrossbreedHolsters.com. All right. So uh, I didn't know. Did you have something else you wanted to talk about? Well, well I'm sorry. It, it segues right in, uh, well into what I was talking about. I've been carrying a gun on me personally in Texas uh, for the past year and a half or so, and. Uh, you know, like when I took my class, one of the things is it has to be it's a concealed handgun gla- handgun license. Are you required to take a class to get to get the license? Yeah, for a concealed handgun, yes. Welcome and, to the South, Nemi. It's that way around there. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. One of the things that kind of annoyed me is like, uh, you know, I'm asking the guy who is teaching us. So why, you know, why should we have, you know, because we can get in trouble if we brandish it, you know? And I was like, well. You know, as a police officer, the guy I was training was <clears throat> was a police officer. And I said, as a police officer, you know, do you disagree with it being uh, concealed? He says, well, that causes a lot of people to, you know, panic. And here's the way I look at it. I'd rather look at a crowd of people and see, oh, that guy's got a gun. That woman has a gun and so on and so forth. I, I agree with you for sure. Um, I, I think that a lot of people who, who get all uppity about seeing people open carrying don't realize just how many people are concealed carrying. Could be behind you in the line at Walmart, passing you at the bank. You don't, you, you never know. Yeah, and, and that's kind of like, in my head, I kind of get a kick out of it. I wonder how many people... I kind of had an incident at a 
event recently where somebody stirred up trouble with me, and I never brandished it and never even thought of it because it wasn't. It did not reach that level. But I was thinking to myself, this is kind of funny because that guy doesn't know, doesn't have any idea, <clears throat> you know, what I have on me. But but back to the point of the uh, police officer telling me that uh, it may, you know, it makes people nervous. And he's saying c- concealed carry makes people nervous. No, open carry. No, open, open oh, okay. carry. Oh, which is ridiculous to me. And I and the way I feel about that is that you know, if I don't care if people get nervous because they see a gun, I'm not going to pander to them. I don't think they should be pandered to. In the same way that a lot of people believe the uh, chemtrails. You know, so since chemtrails create a lot of fear and all that mess with a fairly significant, well, with a, a good percentage of the population. I do all flights. Well, I know. I agree with you. But <laughs> I can't imagine there are that many people that actually care about the that conspiracy theory. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But anyway, I, I, I feel like we should give those people as much, uh, the people who are afraid of looking at a gun, I feel like we should give them as much, uh, con- uh, what do you call it, credence? empathy or uh, credence as people who worry about chemtrails. Yeah. That's basically all I had to say. Well, you know, if you're afraid of somebody carrying a gun, uh, you should also be afraid of walking along the street because, you know, there's crazy people behind the wheels of, you know, two-ton death traps that could very well, you know, probably more likely run up on the curb and slam into you at any given moment. I mean, if you want to be afraid about anything that, you know, could be dangerous that might happen to you in your life, then let's just go ahead and ban people from driving because it's an incredibly, you know, far more dangerous uh, pastime than carrying a gun around, uh, you know, which has safety mechanisms and generally will not go off unless you have the intention uh, to fire it. So I think generally speaking, it's a mistake to dismiss someone who out of hand is fearful of someone who is just open carrying a firearm. I think it's an opportunity to educate someone or to challenge their belief system. In fact, one of the city councilors um, was challenged herself uh, by a good friend of mine who holds world records in distance shooting. Uh, why do you dislike firearms so much? And it's because she had never handled one, had mm. never had an experience. She actually fear stepped of the up, unknown, right? Exactly, fear of the unknown, and there's fear that's instilled in people through mainstream media or just the news. Is murder, death, kill in the news? You know, I think it's really an opportunity to to kind of confront someone and offer them an opportunity if you can take them to the range. I've taken a bunch of people to the range. I know uh, lots of people open up their property to to people who don't have a lot of experience with firearms. Well, Mimi, I agree with you 100%, because my sister uh, was actually afraid of handguns and and communicated that fear to me, and it was so funny. Gosh, you should have been there. Like, uh, I had my 40 40 cal on me and went to my dad's property out in the country, and I said, hey, you guys want to shoot? And I, I had to tell her to stop shooting my gun because she's where you know using all my ammo. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was having a great time. <laughs> this is having a good time. It's expensive. Right? Yeah. This is this, she, by she, the way, is what happened to my wife me, when she, she was, was taking being, the rage. Yeah, she went to, from being afraid to, you know, do you get any more get, uh, ammo? Turned her into a gun nut. That's <laughs> yeah, fun. exactly. So. It is fun, but you it's know, expensive. You know, it's expensive, too. Unless you can get a nice plinker. I, I, I you know, I, I Like think a twenty two. you mean? There's a lot of fun with a twenty two rifle for, yeah. for people because it, the, the rounds don't cost much, and mm-hmm. it's really all the same. You're learning, and you're shooting, and you can really, you know, there's not the big recoil or anything like that, so you can really yeah. get on target. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. 22s are like... 
black cats as far as the sound as well. Yeah, that's true. Hey, William, thanks for sharing your thoughts and appreciate your call. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Mark is in New Hampshire, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Mark. Good evening. Hey, that's Mark Warden. Uh, I want to, you know, I'd rather talk about porn and guns, but I'm going to resort <laughs> to what I know most, which is politics. Mark Warden, by the way, uh, re-elected Free State Project participant, uh, longtime advertiser of this show. Congratulations, Mark. It was great news to see you won. This was huge news because the Democrats targeted you to take you out on a national level, and uh, they failed. So congrats. I was on their hit list, and what's funny is if anybody is liberty-minded, you read their uh, hit piece on why people shouldn't vote for me. It's all the good reasons why actually most people would want to vote for me, because (laughs) I want less government at every turn lower taxes, more individual freedom, and I just can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want that. Plus, you're uh, a really, you know, personable guy who I think, you know, you obviously you're really good at uh, at being a real estate agent, in my, uh, you know, opinion. Uh, I uh, I know a thing or two about sales. I'm certainly no expert like Mark is, uh, Mark, Mark Edge, my co-host, uh, but I've always felt like uh, you are a good listener, Mark Warden, and that's a really important aspect of being, I think, a poli- a, both a politician and a, a salesman, so... Uh, you, obviously, it's working for you because you've managed to get reelected. And uh, what's what's next for you, man? Well, uh, what we have to do is try to work with the new House members up here in the legislature in Concord, New Hampshire, and in the uh, reality is stranger than fiction department. There was somebody that apparently has won uh, here in Manchester, New Hampshire, as a state representative who is a self-proclaimed anarchist. That's right. It's pretty fascinating. I think it's uh, I think it's a great turn of events. So I don't know how he's going to do being in the legislature, but I'm sure uh, he and I will be uh, seatmates and and buddies at the at the lunch table uh, during break. And I think we'll have some fascinating conversations, and he'll be able to enlighten quite a few people. Yeah, I think that's really exciting. That somebody who is openly advocating for total freedom was actually elected like that it, you know somebody who self-proclaims as an anarchist but there's i think some people were concerned and maybe you can give us some insight here for a little while uh recently the New Hampshire state legislature has had what is called the grievance panel and there's been talk that if the Republicans don't win in 2012, that the grievance panel is going to go away. They can't. And the grievance panel was something that uh, I thought was a good idea because it actually allows people to bring complaints about the government directly to the state legislature. NPR didn't seem to think it was that great of an idea. And well, so, isn't, it's constitutionally guaranteed. Well, what's going to happen there, Mark Gordon? We're going to be battling to keep that alive. It's in the New Hampshire Constitution that part of our function as what's called the general court, which is the legislature here, is to have redress of grievances by the people. Because, as you guys know... Hold that uh, thought, Mark. If you can hang on through the news, we're going to bring you back here. More with Mark Warden. Your thoughts welcome about what you want. Free Talk Live. A science fiction comic adventure from Big Head Press. Quantum Vibe. It's year 2523. There are colonies on Venus, Mars, and Mercury. Travel in bubbles, fly at hyperspeed With brain implants and artificial gravity A scientific genius and his clever assistant Set out on an adventure through the solar system On a secret mission to find the key To access new frontiers and save liberty Quantum 5 
There's a robot girl and zany creatures made with genetically engineered features. And corporate villains crave the opportunity to steal a profit from others' ingenuity. A scientific genius and his clever assistant set out on an adventure through the solar system on a secret mission to find the key to access new frontiers and save liberty. Quantum This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us online, freetalklive.com. Coming up, porn. Nemi's going to tell us about it. And, Yay, porn. Yeah, indeed. And uh, there's some new regulation, I guess, that is going into effect in Los Angeles, which, of course, is where the bulk of the porn is created. Uh, we'll tell you about what that's going to mean. 855-453 is the toll-free number. But we've got Mark Warden on the line with us here. He is a Free State Project participant. He was elected to the State House here in New Hampshire a couple of years ago and has now won re-election despite being targeted by Democrats nationally uh, to unseat him. And he is a liberty-minded dude. This is not, you know, your typical Republican. He did run as a Republican. But that's because, uh, you know, that's how he won the first time. So he's running as a Republican again. Um, but he's uh, he's a great principled good, uh, dude, really great realtor as well. So if you're looking to uh, purchase a house in New Hampshire, you definitely want to get in touch with uh, Mark Warden. And uh, Mark, how do folks learn more about the the realty st- side of what you do? Well, I appreciate that. I specialize actually in working with buyers as a buyer's agent and in particular with relocation. So there is a uh, there's a series of challenges if you're moving from another state to New Hampshire, mm. uh, especially if it's your first time here, dealing with the, the different towns, the different tax rates among the towns. A lot of people have never had uh, well water and septic systems before if they're from uh, the big city. And so there's a, a big learning curve. Or right? heat and, like uh, and a basement if you're from Florida. Yeah, or a basement. I moved from southern Nevada, from the Las Vegas area, so there was a learning curve for me as well. But I think it's helpful to have somebody who knows the the market here who can help ease the transition. That's what I try to provide for my clients. Excellent. So you were telling us something, and is it porcupinerealestate.com now? Is that the new site? Yeah, that's it. Okay, because uh, it was a different site previously, but uh, now it's that one. Uh, so you were telling us something before we had to run away to uh, the news break there, and I didn't take notes, so I don't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. We were talking about the anarchist uh, guy who got elected. Oh, yeah. And uh, In New Hampshire. Well, I think what's been another turn of events coming out of yesterday's elections is the fact that a, uh, two or three states legalized marijuana. Oh, yeah. So we're going to try to do the same here in New Hampshire, looking to those awesome. states. Uh, to that experience, say, hey, maybe it's time to start looking at this as a, a simple pleasure, just like alcohol or tobacco or hamburgers or porn or Internet or television, and get the government out of people's lives, out of their bedrooms, out of their homes, and look at uh, the use of marijuana as any other sort of self-medicating substance uh, for recreational use. Or Great. even done do what um, even if it was just what Massachusetts did um, in you know, decrim- re- decriminalizing it to a civil fine where you know I mean apparently there's no penalty for not paying the fine which is kind of laughable. 
Yeah, we've tried those things over the years here in New Hampshire, and I don't want to get into too much detail, but every year, or every term anyway, we try different approaches to changing the uh, current terrible laws and penalties for marijuana use or possession. So there are a couple different approaches. One is the medical marijuana usage being legalized. Another is what's called tax and regulate. They let's let the state tax it just like they would alcohol or tobacco and get some revenues out of it and have it people licensed to sell it and distribute it in and then just treat it like a regular um, uh, legal product. And the other approach is pure decrim, which, of course, I would advocate and just get government out of it altogether and not throw people in jail for doing a smoke of a herb. Absolutely. I mean, there are so many people in jails. Uh, that was one of my primary issues during the campaign was ending victimless crimes uh, in, during my campaign in, in New Hampshire because I've been in the jail. I mean, I know how many people are in there who don't belong there. And you and I have talked about this, Mark. Not only are people in there for uh, for, for smoking cannabis but and various other different uh, substances, but also driving. I mean, that's a, there's a huge amount of people in New Hampshire that are put in behind bars because they don't have, uh, you know, a current government driver's license or, you know, it's been suspended and they, they continue to drive because, well, gosh, people still want to go to work and uh, and feed their families. Still have to go to work, yeah. right? So. Yeah, it's unbelievable. People watch way too much TV. They see law and order on TV and they think that everybody is a really nasty criminal. But the fact is, uh, you and I were in a courthouse last week to watch a trial and we looked at the docket of all the cases that morning and I think of the 10, only one of the 10 had an actual victim. The other nine were for things like crossing the yellow line on the road yep. and possession of a uh, mar- small amount of marijuana. And the laughable one was hosting a party in which somebody underage drank a beer. And I think it was so silly that the law says that if there are more than five people and somebody under age uh, 21 has a beer, then it's a crime. But Evidently, if you only have three or four people at the party, and there's no such crime. Right, right. hosting hosting the underage party, right? Uh, us liberty folks. So hopefully some of these social issues will start to gain some uh, some more traction now that uh, Democrats have kind of won a few more seats here in New Hampshire. And that's kind of the interesting thing is we were talking with Seth Cohn previously. The the liberty movement doesn't, you know, we're, we're not on one side or the other of uh, Republicans or Democrats, you know, in, as far as what their viewpoints might be in general. Uh, liberty-minded people are principled, and that means that we can work with people who are willing to work with us on whatever the issue is that's uh, that's present. That's valuable. That's exactly right. People look at what happens in Washington, and they see this left versus right battle all the time. But it's a little different at the local level, especially when you're working in committees. I know you've been to a number of hearings uh, at the legislature, Ian and Mark. Mm -hmm. You guys know that when we're in committee, we try to take off the Republican and Democrat name badges and just work on the issue based on principle, based on the Constitution, based on uh, real people and their testimony. So... I hope to take that, but also be a more um, relevant and effective spokesman for the causes of liberty. Because a lot of people really just haven't heard this message before, so it's incumbent upon people who listen and talk like the three of us to get the word across. So, Mark... um you're, you know, obviously here in New Hampshire, we tend to lo- we tend to cycle through governors here rather quickly, and the, the, this last governors had uh, some a certain amount of uh, staying power, but. 
People have uh, floated your name as a possible liberty-oriented candidate for governor coming up in the the next election. Uh, what are your thoughts on the you know the you know, moving forward after this particular uh, two-year term that you've got ahead of you? Gosh, are you asking me to publicly state on Free Talk Live <laughs> that I'm going to run for governor? Is yes, a, a, a breaking news story. Or That's something? my job, Mark. Hey, you guys are good. Well, I, I'm flattered, of course, that anybody would think of me as uh, being a possible candidate in the future. And certainly I would, something I would look at, uh, what you find out here is that the governor is, in New Hampshire, uh, probably the weakest Weak. governor in any of the states uh, by the nature of the Constitution, the way it's set up. So I think I'd be a perfect governor that way. You know, I don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> Tell anybody to do. I just veto all the bad bills. I can imagine uh, sitting there in the governor's what we call the corner office here in, in Concord, New Hampshire, just uh, going through ink pen after ink pen, signing veto notices. <laughs> I, that I, would. You know, and and really, that's what we want from uh, the legislature anyway, because the fact is, if a law is good enough, you should be able to pass it by, at the very least, a two-thirds majority. And if it's not good enough to pass right. by a two-thirds majority— And if that majority, happens, then the governor doesn't matter what he says. Right. 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 If, it doesn't, if it doesn't pass by two-thirds, it probably wasn't good enough to, to be made a law anyway. Well, I just can't imagine we need more laws, right? There are thousands and thousands on the books, mm-hmm. and we get a thousand new bills every year in the legislature— I think we just uh, take a break and only do some legislation that repeals some of the bad statutes. I'm with you. Maybe those well, are, are some some I could get behind. Well, and now, you know, they say that in your first term that you kind of have to be reserved and, and pay you know close attention to what's going on around you, learn the lay of the land, and that now that you're on your second term, you'll be able to maybe open up a little bit more. Uh, at least that's what I've heard from, you know, the people that, that, that are in the down on the ground there. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, things go for you, Mark Warden. Uh, always appreciate hearing from you, and thanks for uh, for the call tonight. Peace. Yep. Great guy. Man, I really uh, am glad that he's still on board and that he won his re-election campaign against national opposition from the Democratic yeah, this, Party. Yeah, they targeted him. Shut him down. 855-450-FREE. If you want to learn more about what happened with his race, there's a detailed article I posted over at freekeen.com. You can learn more and see his smiling face there. More coming up. You can take control here. 855-450-FREE. It's Free Talk Live. The three most important things you can do for Free Talk Live are, one, share one episode a week on Facebook or in some other social networking site. Two, buy the things you buy online through shop.freetalklive.com. Three, give five bucks a month to the AMP program. You like your friends. You like Free Talk Live. Like your friends enough to share something you like with them. Help Free Talk Live get into more ears. Podcast listeners are the most important area of growth for Free Talk Live. Please share one episode a week on Facebook. This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up anything you want toll-free at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Speaking of SACL CAI, what is that, Mark? SACL CAI is the sponsor of our phone lines. It's a company that uh, does accounts receivable. The principal's over there, Jason Osborne and his uh, dad, Mike Osborne. They're both big supporters of Liberty and big supporters of Free Talk Live. If you've got a business where you need to you know, try something new in the arduous and vexing task of accounts receivable – SACL CAI can handle it for you. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It is the top one on the right-hand side of the page. Again, SACL CAI. All right. Let's continue with you and your thoughts. Tom, listening in Detroit, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Tom. Hey, guys. I uh, had to call back tonight. I know I kind of got into your 
asses the other night about the uh, Halloween thing. <laughs> All right. And and I challenged you on what was important, the uh, elections, and here we are. And uh, today, I, I last night, we my girlfriend and I went and voted. I know it's not the best thing to do, but we had to. Why is and, that not the best uh, thing to do? Why, I don't think you should vote if it makes you feel better. What was well? Both of you jumped on me. Would you say? I said, "Why did you have to?" Well, because the bottom line is, we have a lot of local stuff that had was going on here in Michigan, and that was one. I've never and, crapped on anybody for voting. No, I, I think that voting's fine. Yeah, I I will agree with that as well. I think my vote doesn't particularly count on the federal level, but I do believe voting is is important to do for, as you're saying, a local. The local sheriff's race was decided by a couple dozen votes. Yeah, it was. I think it was twenty seven. Yep. Right. Well, the reason I called was, you know what? This is the first time I have always voted Libertarian. And this is the first time both my girlfriend and I, we were standing next to each other in the, you know, in our secure little booths. And uh, uh, there was no Libertarian on the ballot. I couldn't believe it. Oh, yeah. I was uh, Michigan was one of the states where they didn't get qualified. I had no clue. It's the first time I've ever seen that. Mm. And 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 from the uh, maybe I was listening to you guys tonight, but uh, uh, the uh, he he actually got more votes since 1980. I mean, why the hell would he be on the ballot? It's That's so crazy. difficult to qualify. A lot of states like Michigan, Oklahoma, and if Daryl Perry were here, I'm sure he'd be able to rattle off the rest yeah, of them. Absolutely. But uh, you know, a lot of these states make it incredibly arduous to uh, to get qualified. It's an expensive process. It is a time-consuming process, and a lot of the time, if you don't bring in enough signatures, like if you don't bring in 50% more signatures than what they require, you're done for, because they'll disqualify as many of those signatures as they possibly can. They do not want third parties on the ballot. Uh, here in New Hampshire, the Green Party didn't make the cut uh, onto the ballot. So all around, all around the country, there were different uh, third parties you know, they made it on enough ballots to, in theory, win. So had enough people voted for Gary Johnson nationwide, in theory, he still could have won enough electoral votes to win. But uh, it's it's been, I think, a couple of election seasons since the Libertarian Party has actually had candidates uh, or has had qualification on all ballots. I don't remember the last year that happened. I know it did happen during the Harry Brown campaign in 2000. I, it may have happened in 2004. I highly doubt it did for Bob Barr. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just the way it goes, man. Uh, take it up with the Michigan Libertarian Party, because if anyone dropped the ball, it was them. But then again, they probably are dealing no, with No, it had incredible- to do with Gary Johnson um, getting off of the Republican ballot uh, like one minute too late or something like that. Oh, it was some ridiculous provision. Yeah, it didn't have to do with that. Actually, well, well, there's, there's one other thing that I wanted to mention, and we'll get it off real quick. All day today, I've been – I work as – I'm subcontracted. And the the uh, people that I work with, you know, really have no clue. And I, I I was so upset. I heard this quote so many times today with Obama's speech. I don't, I'm not sure where he gave it, but I I am again. You guys know this. I am. My family comes from East Germany, and uh, I, I am totally understanding of socialist how it doesn't work. And the president today, our new president again, in his speech, I've got got it quoted. He said. We, that means us as a country, are more than the sums, he made it plural, of our individual ambitions. If that's not an absolute 
uh, uh, indication of where he's going as a socialist. We are this country, and I, you know, again, Mark Stevens, you know, all the uh, Stefan Molyneux, there's no such thing as a country. I believe that. But let's say the principles, the idea of America is all about our individual ambitions, that we can be anything we want, that we can achieve anything we want. We can maybe we can be Microsoft. Who knows? And this guy came out with this quote, and I brought this up to the guys I work with, and they just look at me like, huh? Mm. I couldn't believe it. I hear you, man. I get the frustration. That's why I made the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, so I could be around an intentional community of people who do understand and be in a place where, you know, the Granite State, uh, the live free or die state. Now, obviously, that's just a slogan because people are not living free here. But they we're certainly working, aren't willing to die for any freedom. Right. We're working on it. No, and we're going to take yours. Some of the natives here are more – the natives, you know, and Nemi can comment on this, are more likely to get it, right? They're more I, likely I to, believe so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said you were just telling us during the break that uh, you've got a roommate who uh, is a fairly popular uh, person in the area. Who uh, I won't say more than that, but you've got a roommate who uh, I guess was really excited by the fact that during my campaign and and Daryl's campaign, we said what we meant. Like yep. I wanted to secede. I want to see New Hampshire secede, and she saw that and was impressed by that. That's right. So you know, how often do you get that in Michigan? That's right. But but isn't it sort of disappointing? My my girlfriend and I were watching the. You know, the stuff going on last night. And we looked at New Hampshire and, ah, they're, they're, they're Democratic, they're voting for Obama. I mean, oh my God, it's it's so disappointing. Why? Guys... What, would it have not disappointed you had Mitt Romney won in New Hampshire? Would that no, have excited I, you? No, I, I, you know what, it, it's just, man... I understand got... where you're coming from, because sure, when I, when I got up and I read the news this morning, I'm like, uh, four more years. And then I said, oh, well... Four more years is better than waking up and thinking eight more years, you know. And but yeah, I I kind of looked around at the diner this morning. I'm like, okay, so who voted for Mitt and who voted for Obama and who of my neighbors should I be? You know, it, it just kind of changes your perspective of people a little bit. I think. Yeah, well, I don't know if you guys watched the movie uh, by uh, Ganesh D'Souza or whatever his name is, uh, to, uh, Obama 2016. I went and actually went to the movies and watched it. And if that's true, and he is coming from that perspective, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, that no, movie. No, no, uh, You should go see it. because Can you sum it up? Can you sum it up in uh, an executive summary? Well, <laughs> yeah. He, he is, the bottom line is this. The uh, English had, they, they conquered the world back, you know, in the, in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s. They owned everything. Uh, Iran, you know, all the, uh, you know, Middle East countries, the, uh, what do they call it, the imperialist, uh, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. He is now, his goal is to make us pay for our imperialism. He, he is apologizing. Huh? Obama? Oh, yeah. So that seems like a ridiculous statement because he is an imperialist. I mean, he is going around the world and bombing people and taking over places. So I don't know if I agree with that, but thanks for the call, Tom. Appreciate hearing from you as always. Uh, 855-450-FREE. Huh? Obama's like George Bush the third. We're all shedding the old uh, party line that we used to have, you know? 855-450-FREE, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Coming up, porn. It's Free Talk Live. 
The successes are piling up and proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move to New Hampshire, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, one of the busiest liberty forums in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up what you want here. Toll free, 855-450-FREE. It doesn't have to be election related. In fact, we got porn stuff coming up here uh, in a moment. Uh, some new regulations or a new regulation in Los Angeles is a serious threat to the industry. We'll uh, get to that here in a moment. And we're going to continue with your calls as well. But first, want to make sure you know about our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a Bitcoin tip jar. You can go to bitcoin.freetalklive.com and you may leave whatever arbitrary amount of Bitcoins you want uh, in said tip jar. Recently, we got a point zero 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 one one Bitcoin tip contribution. And that's uh, one of the cool things about the Bitcoin is uh, you can divide that sucker on down as far as you want to. You can go below a penny uh, with a Bitcoin, far below a penny if, uh, if you would like. And uh, Bitcoins are useful for so many different reasons. Uh, it's, a, it's a new free market currency that is really taking the Internet by storm and is currently, as I understand it, the most valuable currency in the world. Of all the currencies in the world, Bitcoin is number one. Yeah, and I think it's probably one of the few that's moving up at this point, especially against the dollar. Generally, it's, it does uh, seem to be moving up. And now BitInstant is back to its full strength. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, there have been some upgrades that have been going on behind the scenes at, uh, at BitInstant that have resulted uh, in less fewer choices than uh, you used to have at BitInstant. But now those choices are back. Uh, you can now once again send to a Bitcoin address. That feature was missing and very obviously missing from the site over the past couple of weeks. And it, it hurt me personally because I really like that feature. And uh, so it's back now. And in fact, I'm, I'm looking at the site now. It's I guess it's like a kind of a version 2.0. They've added now an instant bank transfer, an internet bank transfer option. It used to be that you had to go down to the bank physically, right, Mark? I mean, you've That's done right. this. I never got around to doing the bank one. I did. Uh, I went to the MoneyGram locations at Walmart and CVS. Those are still available at uh, bitinstant.com. But these are different ways for you to turn cash into Bitcoin. So if you are ready to get into Bitcoins, you've taken the time to learn about what they are and how useful they are, bitinstant.com can help you do this at pretty low fees. Because anytime you translate you know, translate currencies from one to another, there's going to be a fee involved. But uh, it's affordable. But they're clear on what the fees are, so you can yeah. do them in you know, whatever, whatever way it makes you happy. Check it out at bitinstant.com. There's more than a million locations worldwide that you could do your deposits. And, and frankly, you can do it from your house, too, if you do it online. It's bitinstant.com. They're also available to you in more than 30 countries. And, you know, Bitcoins, I I recommend getting into them. I'm really bullish on Bitcoins. I believe they're going to be worth a lot more in a relatively short period of time. Well, Johnny think- Ray asked me yesterday if I wanted to buy some silver from it, and I said, what about Bitcoins? So I turned down the opportunity to buy some silver in favor of Bitcoins. Not that I don't think you should be, you know, somewhat. You should you should have a certain level of money in both of these, in my opinion. These are the only two places I've got mine. Uh, my sure, money. but once you get enough silver, you know, silver takes up space. Bitcoins, they don't. They're yep, on the hard internet. to rob you of your bitcoins if you've got uh, a, you know a good security system on your computer. 
Uh, so once again, bitinstant.com, this new online – I'm looking into the online bank transfer option. I mean I literally just saw it minutes before we came back on the air. And they say now that there are 90 banks that they can interface with. So the old bank option used to just be like Bank of America and one or two other banks. Am I right about that, Mark? There was only like a couple banks that were options initially on I, that. I, uh, and, I use Bank of America. I mean – Right, but when you went to choose the options on BitInstant, as I recall, there were only like two or three different okay. bank brands. Now there are 90 different wow. banks uh, that you can utilize, and you can do it all from your home. You don't actually have to go down to the bank branch. So they've definitely upgraded over but at But you have to have an account at that bank, right? Yes, right. It's from your, from your bank account straight into uh, Bitcoins. So BitInstant.com, we continue with your calls. Bob is listening in West Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Bob. Uh, yeah, I like to talk about that crazy election last night uh sure i watched that and up until it happened i was felt pretty confident that romney was going to take it and with uh president O'Berry, that's what i call him respect to his irish roots uh <laughs> with the record he had and the thing that things like you didn't build that and just Bowing to other dictators and all, I just I thought there's and the high unemployment rate, and especially Benghazi. There was like no way this man's going to get reelected, and I think Romney blew his chance on the third debate. He should have pinned him down on Benghazi, and he let it go. And then Sandy came through, and then and you know it was over with last night and on the East Coast by about ten o'clock, ten thirty. I just got frustrated. I just turned it off. And uh, turned it on Netflix and just watched something on there. I was just so So disgusted. you you I, wanted Bromney to win, am I understanding correctly? Yes. I voted in every election since uh, Reagan versus Carter in 1980. I was 21 back then. I've never missed an election. But right now, after this, I just think people are just idiots. And I think people should have to take an IQ test to vote. But after this, it's like, I don't even care Would anymore. smart people I'm vote for Mitt Romney? Is that are you suggesting that smart people would have voted for Mitt Romney? I don't know. People with any intelligence that, that could really look and see what was happening and see what... Uh, I don't think I'm a dumb person. Uh, I think that uh, when I look at what's happening, I see Mitt Romney's uh, basically uh, the same as Barack Obama. Uh, maybe, but I don't think he would be anywhere as radical as what the current president is. It's just... Just Pretty sure Mitt Romney wants to bomb peaceful people around the world and lock up uh, peaceful people in cages uh, for possessing well, plants. And Romney didn't distinguish policies. He didn't distinguish himself very well from the president. Basically, his uh, he was running on I'm not that guy. Well, I mean, they both have uh, social socialized medicine policies. I mean, they're pretty much the same guy. Yeah, but I, you know, I would agree. I, I one of the reasons I don't like voting is because I really do think the election is decided by to a large extent by people who are uninformed. That they just d- shouldn't be there and shouldn't vote. And as far as um, you know, dumb people voting, you know, it happens. The fact is, is you'll find that uh, you know, I, I was one time I was sitting in a uh, jacuzzi talking to this uh, lady in a public uh, pool area, and she said that uh, she worked at a mental health facility, and she made sure that she drove that van and got all those people to vote Democrat. Is what she said. Mm. I know, I'm not saying that every time that everybody does it, it votes Democrat, but that's what she said. She drove them all in the, there and said, "You you should go vote Democrat," and they that's what she did. Yeah, I just. My mom, at this point in my life, it's like I'm fed up. I give up. I don't care. I doubt. I don't even know if I'll ever vote again, and I won't be following it. It's just 
this was just the last straw. I just, I'm not even going to, I used to watch O'Reilly and Hannity and stuff like that all the time, just especially Bill O'Reilly. I thought he's a straight up guy and just, I just, I don't care anymore. It's just, I don't know. Maybe I'll get over it or something. But I think you, I think it'd be smarter for not watching those, uh, those television shows personally. I think that, uh, you know the the political coverage in this country. What, what whoever it is you're watching, whether it's MSNBC or Fox News, is just you know it's laughable. I mean these people are such partisan hacks. It's one party versus the other. The bad you know the red team or the blue team is always right, and the other team's always wrong. And it's just the same old formula every single day. And it, it for me it would it would drive me crazy watching those shows. I, I can share your frustration to some extent, and I appreciate your call, Bob. Thanks for making it tonight. 855-450-FREE. But the idea that uh, Mitt Romney and Barack Obama were somehow, you know, markedly different in any way, shape, or form? Nah, sorry. Different, but markedly different? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, I think you're talking about, uh, you know, 5.9 of one and uh, 6.1 of the other. I I just don't think it's that big of a difference. There was some good news, though, in this election. Uh, As we briefly mentioned earlier, Washington State, Colorado, both passing. Uh, not medical marijuana, but because uh, they already had that, but full-on legalization of cannabis in both places, passing with decent percentages, solid uh, majorities, you know, 55% in Washington. Uh, in Colorado, I believe it was uh, 52.7% that, uh, that passed it there. And in addition to that, uh, Oregon came close. They didn't quite make it. Uh, with full legalization in Oregon, we'll probably see that again in, a, in another couple by of years. By 5%. I mean, it was a good number. Yeah. Uh, so that's great news. How will it end up playing out? We don't know. The DEA has released a statement regarding these uh, provisions saying that they intend to continue enforcing uh, federal law. So we'll see you know, what they're going to do about that. Uh, because right now Colorado does have medicinal marijuana, and we haven't seen reports about DEA raids in Colorado. It seem to be picking on California, but then again, maybe we're just not tuned into what's uh, going on there. More coming up, Free Talk Live. Do you have a website or product that you make available to people nationally or even internationally? Free Talk Live is heard on more than 100 radio stations and 2XM channels. FTL's also been voted five times the best political podcast of the year and four times been named to Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list, the 100 most important radio programs in the country. We can do ad packages for you from as little as $500 a month on up to $3,000. I'll work with you to customize a package that will work within your budget. Contact me, Mark, at mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want here in the remaining moments. We have enough time for you and your thoughts at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. And with you in studio, it's Ian. Nemi. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, freetalklive.com has a lot of different features. And if you like the show and would like to help support Free Talk Live... One of the ways you can do that is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in five bucks a month. We invest that into Free Talk Live, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board. Mark, you were interviewed by RT when you were down at the third-party presidential debate on Monday night. It was the Free Talk Live AMP program that helped pay for that. Our listeners stepped up. They threw in money for gas, threw in money for a hotel room, and... uh, 
that's awesome, man. Yep. Uh, because you know it gets you a little bit more exposure for Free Talk Live. And as I understand it, you guys had uh, had a good time. There's, I guess, you had an interview with Jill Stein. That's right. I've got an interview with Jill Stein. I've got to cut it up and get it up uh, online. I guess I'm going to make it at Edgington Post. Cool. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea. You so, can find Edgington Post by going to freetalklive.com. It's on the left-hand column there. Just click on it right there. Under Listen and Share, look for Edgington Post. Uh, so go to amp.freetalklive.com, get signed up, use any major credit card through PayPal, or use Visa or MasterCard right through our website, and then we'll take that 5 bucks and invest it in the show and get more people to the ideas of freedom as a result. So amp.freetalklive.com. You also get perks like the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only podcast forum and more amp.freetalklive.com back to the phones and the fun let's go to charles listening in west virginia hey charles hey how you doing hey great i was just, one, I was just wondering you mentioned there a while ago uh where uh colorado and washington state there they went ahead and legalized marijuana i mean just legalized it. yes now the federal government's gonna go ahead and say they're gonna uh or the dea that they're gonna Go ahead and enforce federal law. Is there anything these states, these were whole states that adults agreed that it's, this is what they want to do. Is there any way to stop them? I mean, any legal recourse, I mean, isn't that what the, uh, during Prohibition, isn't that what um, Ann Slinger's speech was about to stop the whole Prohibition of alcohol because people did not want the law? Good question. What could state governments do to uh, stop the DEA from enforcing federal law within a state in which they have voted overwhelmingly for, uh, you know, for decriminalization and or legalization? Uh, they're probably not going to be going. The DEA is probably not going to be going after somebody for carrying an ounce of pot. Uh, they'll likely be going after the the you know the higher level dealers. Uh, but ultimately, if a state government wanted to do something, they could. The problem is most politicians don't have the uh, gumption. They don't have the willingness to take on the federal government. I mean, if you if you told the feds, hey, look, our people voted for this. We don't want you here. Get out. Then, uh, you know, if you set foot in Colorado and make an arrest for marijuana uh, possession, we'll arrest your agents. I mean, they could do that. They, they could, could do something like that. I can't imagine they will. They but... won't, though, because they're chicken. But that would be, I think, the only solution really would be to, you know, threaten these guys with uh, with some sort of consequence. Now, they might pull, uh, you know, one of the reasons why state governments are not willing to take on the federal government is because the federal government has them on the hook with cash. Yeah. So the feds give them all these grants and all kinds of money uh, that, you know, comes obviously from the people of the state originally. It goes into the federal government, it's turned around and given some of it back to the state. And But the state government guys, they see that as an incentive to continue doing the Fed's bidding and are too afraid to stand up to them like New Hampshire has done uh, for the past forever. Uh, New Hampshire turn, turns down federal money in order to not have a seatbelt law here in New Hampshire. Every other state, the other 49 states, they all have seatbelt laws. And as a result, they get, you know, a couple million bucks a year. No, sometimes and only, it, it, don't get me started on the seatbelt law. Oh my God. It was a one-time payment. It's a one-time payment. One-time. One-time payment yeah. of roughly a million dollars. I thought it was 2.1. Maybe, uh, okay. Even wow. still. 1.2? Okay, like so it, in a state with 1.3 million, I think is the latest census in yeah, New Hampshire. That. So it's, it's about a buck a person. A buck, two bucks a yeah. person. Yeah, not worth it. To 
totally compromise your liberty during a traffic stop? Are you kidding me? But they'll still make the same excuse. Even in New Hampshire, the state reps will make that same excuse for why they can't do, you know, medical marijuana or why they can't do something else because, oh, we'll lose lose our federal funding. We We can't stand up to the feds. So you need to just have legislators who actually have the cojones to uh, to make a stand. Now, I could have sworn, and I may be misremembering, hopefully a caller out there can can call in and, and let you guys know, um, I could have sworn that sheriffs were enforcing and kicking feds off of county land, and I believe it was out west. I can't remember the circumstances, hmm. but it was in uh, states' rights, in defense of states' rights. Cool. So I, I don't know if it's a, a matter of enforcing... Um, local law versus federal law and saying you're not welcome here. But if I'm remembering correctly, the, the position of sheriff is very powerful. And that is... That's what I've heard, but some people say that's not always true in every different in different locations. Right. And I wish I could remember I w- the stories that I had read, but there were two that I distinctly remember where, where sheriffs were asserting um, states' rights and, and saying the federal government was not welcome. Well, if you think about it, uh, I don't think the federal government agents have immunity from local laws. Uh, you know, I'm no expert. If you're a lawyer, please feel free to call and correct us at 855-450-FREE. But a DEA agent can't come into town and just commit a murder. You know, a DEA agent can't... Oh, sorry, we lost him. Uh, a DEA agent can't <laughs> Talked just him into the ground. walk into, uh, you know, a DEA agent cannot just walk into, you know, a, a convenience store and steal something out of there. I mean, in theory, they should be able to be held responsible right, for breaking state local law. laws. A murder or a theft is a state law. Right. So, you know, you don't just get to, uh, certainly government agents have a lot of immunities, but there there are certain abilities for local laws to be enforced against federal agents. It, it okay. You know, I... I tend to think that there's got to be some kind of problem with arresting, you know, on a federal level, arresting a federal agent who is attempting to oh, enforce federal they'll probably federal do law. something to you about it. They'll probably figure something out. But I don't think that they can just cancel a, a criminal charge. I found it. I just found it. New Mexico sheriffs are choosing citizens' gun rights over the feds. And this is from, um, oh, goodness, of all the times for... For pages to we'll load take slowly. your word for it. Let's yeah. talk about porn. Porn. Let's yes. Let's talk about porn. Because we're short on time. This makes New Hampshire unique because we'll get to that. L.A. County voters in <laughs> California have passed a measure to require porn actors to wear condoms on movie sets. Wow. This expands a policy that was already in effect in the city of Los Angeles. Now oh. the regulations have been expanded to apply to eighty-five other cities in L.A. County. Uh, pornographic producers will have to apply and pay for a permit from the L.A. County Department of Health before shooting a movie. They'll also Jeez. be... No, so it's a permitting is, process. Check this out. They'll also be subject to random inspections from the department to check if the performers are wearing condoms. <laughs> there's a good job, right? <laughs> so there's a quote um, from an adult film actress in here saying, the idea of allowing a government employee to come and examine our genitalia while we're on set is atrocious. So California and New Hampshire are the only two states that legally allow adult films to be produced. Hmm. Previously, the permit was required in L.A. City. Now the regulations have been expanded. This was a measure supported by the AIDS Healthcare Foundation, which argued that condoms would help protect the performers. But the L.A. Times opposed the measure, saying demand for unprotected sex in films will just increase the number of people who will circumvent the law, leading to more underground and possibly unsafe performances. And drive business out of L.A. County. Sure enough. I mean, how many of those porn houses are going to want to keep doing business there when they can just move a county over or wherever or to New Hampshire 
and uh, and keep their business the way it's always been. In March 2011, Hustler magazine was filed $14,000 for not using condoms in their L.A. City porn shoots. The company's owner, Larry Flint, argued that people don't want to see condoms in porn. Nope. They pointed out that the industry has stringent rules when it comes to testing for STDs, requiring condoms to not really add much more protection. But the AIDS Healthcare Foundation said a 2004 HIV scare and a 2012 syphilis scare that temporarily shut down the industry and infected at least nine was enough evidence that testing in the porn industry wasn't working. Other opponents argued the permit requirement would have economic repercussions, lead to a mass exodus of porn productions from Southern California, many of which take place in San Fernando Valley. Because people can't make their own choices about their own bodies. They have to have the government make those choices for them. So this past 55% of people said pass this, as it was called this Measure was, B. Oh, this was voted on by the people? Yes. I yep. thought it was like the you know the Residence. county council or no, something. No, no, no. And this is the problem, though, with asking people their opinion on things that don't really affect them. Right. And I bring this up all the time. Is this, you know a measure in Florida uh, that uh, you know had a super fast train that uh, that the people voted on in order to spend other folks' money? Mm-hmm. If they all the people that voted on it would have just put some ten bucks in a kitty, then they would have had their super fast train that they right. wanted to have or whatever. Instead, the government failed at it. Uh, instead, the imagine. government wasted all the money. I just can't imagine going to a, a voting booth and saying yes. I want someone who has the uses force to go into someone else's business and check their their look at their hoo-ha, junk, look at their <laughs> junk and see if they're wearing condoms. I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. And you know the guys that are going to be the inspectors are going to be the creepiest of the creepers. The people who got fired from the TSA. <laughs> right. We'll see you tomorrow night online in the meantime freetalklive.com. Why did you move to the Shire? I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here, and I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com.